Hi, Candle Coven. I'm Elena. And I'm Jocelyn. And this is the Candle Coven Podcast. Let's light some candles, get cozy, and talk at it. You know I hate that. If I just breathe. <laughs> yeah, look what I did. That's not even your cuticle. That's I'm like bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> like I try and keep my nails manicured. I do my best, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, babes. I don't think that fingernails. A girl's are... got work. <laughs> I don't think that fingernails are meant to be manicured. Hear me. I out. agree. Hear me out. If I let my fingernails just like do what they want to do, what happens is they grow like wide and like curvy, like as yeah. if they're going to cover. They're very the- interesting. They're, they're like cups. Yeah. They're going to like cover the t- whole tip of my finger. And then Shouldn't like, they though? I, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I don't know if like wherever I descend from, we just start like digging in the dirt or like climbing trees. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I think you were like uh, picking stuff off of trees and stuff. With my toes? Both. With my Neanderthals? <laughs> I mean, when you think have about little doggies, like, they take walks on the pavement. Maybe you just need to, like, rub your fingertips on the pavement Should I just, instead like, of manicuring them. Yeah. Clip-clop around. Yeah. Um, did you know that I have more Neanderthal DNA than, like, everybody on 23andMe, according to what they keep lo- trying to tell me? Yeah. And then what is what did we learn was, like, their voice? Uh, so they have found <laughs> some Neand- uh, Neanderthal for all you Neanderthal heads out there. <laughs> for all you tall, tall heads. <laughs> Tults. Not to be confused with Tults heads. <laughs> Tults. America, the only country with pharmaceutical commercials that we can't get out with of our heads. stands for drugs. <laughs> um, yeah, so we they found some Neanderthal, like, voice box, like the, the throat bones. <laughs> oh, my throat bones. And they determined that they had, like, really, like, high-pitched, like, nasally voices. <laughs> so and, like, we watched this video of someone doing, like, like a voice actor doing, like, what is an impression of how they sound. <laughs> and they sound just like me. No, they're like, like Yeah, they're like, ah, ah, ah. And it's like, well, that's how I laugh. I'm like, ah. <laughs> and they said that Neanderthals had, like, really, uh, they're very short. And they have, like, really, really, like, strong calf muscles oh, and yeah. i have freakishly strong calf yeah. muscles and it's like a family trait they're like ridiculous they are so strong back in the, the day calves when we were like are the eyes of the face the calves <laughs> are the they're the eyes. boobs of the legs let's be no, honest they are. i call it your leg cleavage <laughs> um we were at the gym like whenever that was a thing i can't wait to go back to the back gym. in the 80s yeah and Jocelyn was like, I was like, come do some calf raises with me. This bitch puts like, I like keep raising the price. The price! <laughs> it the was weight. like, we we're in the 300s mm-hmm. and she was just like, lift off. I can like, calf press she could, like yeah. 350 Like pounds. no big deal. Like it's nothing. the weirdest She like maxed out thing. the calf press. Yeah. I, w- I it was You were like adding weight on I was it. like sitting on top of it. <laughs> I got some other guys to come sit on it too. So if you need anybody to do... A couple calf raises for, yeah. for fun. That's your. I'm your guy. Yeah, it's like by far the strongest muscle in your body. It's weird. Surprisingly, not my mouth because I won't shut up. <laughs> Although that's all probably not true because I grind my teeth. So I'm not really a grinder. I'm a clencher. 
Uh, is there a difference? Well, I guess the, one leads to another. Well, you tell me. Do I grind or do I just sound like I'm like kind of clenching? Well, I mean, the clenching results in a grind. <laughs> Sometimes watching you sleep wow. is so funny. Okay, tell me you're more. Just like, either your face looks like super concerned. Yes. Um, you like live. You sleep on your back a lot, and then sometimes like you'll have the concerned <laughs> face, and then you'll I'll just hear because <laughs> of my teeth because yeah, you're grinding. I wear I do wear a very intense mouth guard that yeah. I got from the dentist. Not Custom just like made. one of those. Yeah, like they were like we're gonna need the real thing. <laughs> it's what we're grabbing in a fire. I don't know why I haven't gotten bot- Botox in my jaw muscles for this. Because that's a thing. You can get you can, Botox. Sure, okay. It's called bruxism, I believe, what my I mean, condition is. never say never, you know? You, you know what? Now. Justin Bieber, never say never. Maybe I will. Because, like, I could stand to have a little less tension in my face. Okay. And maybe I won't look so concerned when I'm asleep. Can you imagine your resting state being concerned? Yeah. Or it's either concerned or angry. It's, like, one of the two. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just, like, one of those babies that goes to sleep and they're, like, mm-hmm. I think when you're asleep, you're able to, you know, leave your body and en- enjoy yourself a little bit. Yeah. And then when you start to re-enter the body, you get like a little mad. A little cranky. Yeah. Well, that's true. I hate waking up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just I'm- being alive. Yeah. <laughs> it can really hurt. That's it's like- when I'm most afraid of you. That- when in I- the morning. When I'm-, when I'm leaving the slumber. Yeah. I could be. I could see that. I think that that's been said in my family, too. You're not the only one who said that. I think like... <laughs> Either my mom or my sister said, like, I'm the most terrifying person when, like, my sleep is interrupted. Yeah. I literally remember, like, coming home from high school. And for some reason, our high school um, started, like, super early. Like, earlier than some other people. I don't know if it's just, like, from our school district. Like, how early? Comment below, guys. Um, uh, We had to get up at 6 a.m., be there for 7. Our first classes were, like, 7.15, I think it was. Yeah, that seems, like, super early. Right? Like, for my hormone body? Yeah. I don't like that. I, don't, I think mine started at eight. I think because, yeah, like eight's a little bit more palatable. But like, I don't remember. I don't remember anything. No, so. yours was later. I like remember just having this discussion. It's so early to get up like when you're going through puberty and like yeah. growing and your brain is like having emotions for the first time. Like the last thing I need to do is be exhausted. We were exhausted. It was psychological torture. Yeah. So we would like come home from school at like one. Well, you know what they're doing? They're getting us ready to work. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing how you want me to. I'm not doing what you tell me. Um, and like, we would come home and take naps, right? In the middle of the day or after at, like, school? Like after school, because then I had like practice for like play rehearsals or dance, whatever. And you lived close enough to school that you could do that lived too. super close. Oh yeah, we didn't stay right after. Like our rehearsals weren't until like after dinner time. So like. Oh my God, really? Yeah. Wow. Can you actually? Um, That's also some kind of torture. That's weird. Can we just like roll it in? They made it at night? Yes. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know why. They want to take up your whole day. They, I mean, it's just like keeping me on hold. I'm in a holding pattern. So I, I guess like, that's realistic hold- for an actor. <laughs> I guess. It's like real life. Wow. They're really prepping me in they high are. school for not doing that. <laughs> totally. Um, But like I would come home and like take a nap. And if like my, my sister's room was above my room and like her floor was super noisy, like because mm-hmm. it was like a hard floor. And if she moved, I could, like, it echoed throughout my entire room. So I would literally be like, Jesse, shut the fuck up. 
Shut up! And you like couldn't text her. No. I sometimes I would aim yeah, her. Yeah, you have to aim her. Like, can you please be quiet? And she'd be like, I am. <laughs> it's impossible to be I, quiet in that room. It's hard. Yeah. And it's like a tap floor. Yeah, it's a tappy floor. It's really not her fault. Like she literally would just be like sitting in her chair and like shift her weight and it would like crack my whole room. It's like <laughs> and I'd be like, ah! <laughs> please, I haven't slept in years. Wait, don't they even have like a, uh, a slogan in your family that's don't wake the baby? Don't wake the baby, which is me. Yeah. Yep. Your younger sister knows that. Yeah, don't wake me. <laughs> I'm very, I'm like, I never sleep. I'm usually like awake asleep. Yeah. So any sounds you make, I'm like, yes. Sleep with one eye open. <laughs> you go so hard. That's what it is. Like, you're, you go so hard that like a Metallica song is like what you relate to. Oh my God. What's wrong with me? You uh, just go hard. Serenity now. Right? Wait, speaking of Serenity Now, I actually have one of my favorite candles in front of me that I really want to light because it does calm me down. For Serenity. For Serenity. It's the Lena Lavender and Chamomile candle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the spa candle. The. The one. I mean, <laughs> I just like sniffed it and made the most of it. Yeah, it did. It like flapped your nose <laughs> it <was> around. Like, <laughs> it was like. <laughs> I think the, the wick in your nose made some kind of wind instrument. <laughs> Winds. Words. There you see her wah, wah, wah. sitting there across the way. Wah, wah. <laughs> you don't got a lot to say. <laughs> There's something about her. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> um. Anyways, this candle was probably one of the first scents that we did. Yeah. Uh, it's named after the fabulous Lena Horn from our Starlets collection. She has the same birthday as me. She does. And that was like a bonus. Yeah. And I have a candle that has my birthday too. It's Ava, right? Ava Gardner. We got Christmas Eve, baby. <laughs> um, and anyways, this candle, the best way I can describe it to you is take your lavender and make it so epically herbally. Like it's not sweet at all, which is what I really like about yeah. it. It's kind of like herbaceous and a little bit smoky. Yeah, it is. And it's just like, it's so calming. It's a great, like, you know how sometimes people get like really sensitive to fragrances and it might be too sweet or too floral to this? Yeah. This one is really palatable. Like, if you feel like scents just like don't agree with you, uh-huh. it's like a very neutral. I think it's a it's a crowd pleaser. Like everyone will like it. It's a crowd pleaser. It. And I think I always have Alina going at some point. Especially it, in the in the bathroom. I love Alina in the bathroom. And I love Alina mixed with literally any candle. Yeah. Any candle. It's a hype man. It's the main star. It can. It's it can very do, verse. She's very verse. I'm gonna light it. Lena, lavender, and Shamo Miley. <laughs> Timothy Shamo Miley. Timothy Shamo Miley. Yeah. Did it. <laughs> Whenever I think of I did it, I think of um, Drop Dead Gorgeous when Annette. Um, has to practice. Oh my god! She opens the can. She's opening the can, and she has like a new like prosthetic arm. Yes, and they're like Annette, just use your good hand. She's like, they told me to practice, and she like ends <laughs> up like just cracking the can in half, and she's like, I did it. I love Annette <laughs> and Loretta. Oh, I feel like they're a platonic couple. Yeah, they're impl- It's implied that right. they're a couple, right? I mean, they're best. They're friends. life partners. Yeah, definitely that happens. That's like you and me, but like we. You know, Touch took butts. it to the next level. Yeah, but butt touching. Yeah, that's what lesbians do. Yep, they just literally put their butt cheeks together. We balance <laughs> our checkbooks and we touch butts. <laughs> Lesbians.biz. <laughs> 
Um, I am so glad that I had the foresight to order a lot of LaCroix for this week because you know, I'm I feel ref- spicy. I refuse to say it like that. I know. It's LaCroix. LaCroix, La darling. darling. Yeah. I mean, I prefer to say LaCroix because I'm a pain in the ass. No, but you're not. It's LaCroix. Whatever they say, I guess. I just love spicy waters. I love bubbly. Spicy. <laughs> spicy boy. <laughs> it's a spicy boy. Oh, we should get a plain one and see what Molly thinks about it. That's a great idea. What She'll- do you think she wants? Like a Pellegrino? Ask her. She's busy. Mm. She's a. Uh, the- I have to prepare for Molly a humongous snuffle mat before we start recording as to distract her. And it yeah. gives us about 20 minutes before. Hell she's, breaks loose. I don't know why she's just gotten so interested in podcasting lately. <laughs> because she is exactly like you. <laughs> sometimes, the Venn diagram of you and Molly is a circle. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes when I like get like random maladies or like aches and pains, which is uh, toto a tempo, because <laughs> I am, can feel every fiber of my being at any given moment. It's the Neanderthal. It's the Neanderthal. <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes I'm like, oh, am I just like picking up on A's and pains from Molly? Because I feel like she and I are so connected. Is it just a constant UTI? I know. Can she stop having it? I know. These dogs. She's too low to the ground. She is. With the snow? With the snow. Oh, it was a nightmare. She just like kept getting dirty snow up her kajoodle loops. Like anytime Molly is exhibiting any kind of, you know. Behavior. Behavior that might indicate something's wrong. Jocelyn will just be like, no, like it's something with her stomach. I just can tell. <laughs> And it's like, it, she's right. I know. I just, the two of yous. We just communicate like. You're fucking Sophia and what's her name? For some reason, Molly is Sophia and I'm Dorothy. But you're both both. And we're both Sophia and we're both Dorothy. And we take turns being the mother. Yeah. Sometimes she mothers me, which is like. That's true. Very if you're cute. having a time. She will She'll come over come and like over nurse and- you. Or if you make any sound at all, she's like alert to it. Oh, yeah. She's like, what's up? Like, even yesterday, we were in, in bed waiting for you in the bathroom, and the light was off, but then you, like, turned on your phone light or something. Uh-huh. And she was like, what's that? And she, like, got up to look. I mean, I'm really- no, she's chugging water. I'm really- I'm sure you can hear it, because she's like- nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Um, what was I doing in the bathroom where I turned on my flashlight? I'm not sure. I didn't ask. <laughs> Sometimes I just, like, let it be. <laughs> it's usually, like, some sort of doctoring that I'm doing. Yeah, I'm I don't like, what is this? Know. I don't want to know. <laughs> I'm like a person that is deeply disturbed by having a human body, I think. Well, I just had a moment where I couldn't believe that we were just sitting here talking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you just like have a moment? Tell like me more. Yeah, it's when you're like, wait a minute. I was like, wait a minute. I'm talking? I'm... <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Do you ever just like, okay, so we were getting Molly into the car the other day. We took Molly for a nice long walk with her dog stroller because she gets tired and, mm-hmm. you know. she like, It's good to have the option. Because like, so, if we walk for like five miles, yeah. she can't keep up. Right. We actually did six. So, oh. and you know how I know? Because I had to take an inventory of everything. It hurt. Yeah. <laughs> everything hurts. Um, But... You know what's so funny? You when you get to like a certain age, you work out because it does help you not hurt. I know, but working out also makes you hurt. So it's basically deciding like, do you want to have pain, voluntary pain or pain. involuntary pain? Right, and it's I prefer to be in control. Um, <laughs> but I, we were like putting everything back in the car. And we were like loading her stroller up into the car, and I was like, wow, we're adults. 
right? With the wipes. <laughs> we had baby wipes. We were like wiping down Molly. Checking wiping, for ticks. Checking for ticks. Wiping ourselves. And I was just like, wow, like I'm old. Yeah. It felt like really responsible. It did. We were like one bag of Cheerios short. Of I being know. Like, that being yeah. said, we did bring dog treats for her. We did. <laughs> and I left them in the car and now they're rotten. Yeah, we're going to get those out. We did also clean the car. Oh, yeah. Which was a moment where I literally was like, you were on one side scrubbing. I was on one side scrubbing. We were like going at the car. We yeah. detailed our vehicle uh-huh. ourselves. And I was like, our fathers have never been more proud of yeah. the two of us. Because we have dads that are really picky about their cars. They like yeah. them to be really clean and like. And that's something you and I share. Oh, and yeah. We were, we were our father's daughters for a moment oh, in yeah. time. I did like a prayer to them before we started. <laughs> You know? Yes. Just some like, like when we were little, we, in my dad's car, we weren't allowed to wear shoes. He would take our shoes off because if we kicked the back of the seat, you know how like little kids Mm -hmm. are like always like flinging their feet around or he would, the bottom of our shoes, he had this cleaner called Simple Green and he would like squirt the bottom of our shoes and like wipe them off. So they were clean. though? No, he was right. Kids shouldn't be in cars. (laughs) Riding in cars with kids. Yeah. My dad one time just bought a Honda Element because- just solely based on the fact that you can hose it out from the like in the inside. Oh yeah, that's good. It was like he hosed plastic. it out every it's weekend. Like, it's like driving around a Lego. <laughs> it is that you can hose out. But you know what? That's a selling point. And it is. Hondas are a solid vehicle. That's true. It was a lemon though. Oh, you got a lemon one? Yeah, like the windshield whistled when you drove it. <laughs> <laughs> I just like imagine that it was like a car from Cars. And yeah, it like- and it was like. <laughs> I actually can't whistle. I actually all. think about cars almost every day. The movie. You, have you seen it? Yeah. I haven't even seen it. I saw it. it in theaters. Do you know that I haven't seen the movie Cars? I haven't seen it. That's fine. Okay. I feel like that's fine. I think it's okay. Because I've seen like every other Pixar movie. You're not really missing. It's not my it's not my thing. No. For me. You can deduce, like, what's happened. You know, but, like, there is a lot of stuff that can be discussed around the idea of cars, like the world of cars. Mm -hmm. Like, what does it imply? You know what I mean? So, So, like, like, if everyone is a car. Yes. So, like, what are airplanes? Like, are airplanes just bigger? If cars are people. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I'm trying to have a philosophical discussion about the movie Cars. get up on the couch with the, the stairs that we put there for you. She's so like, cute. Like, this entire house has been customized to her specifications, and she refuses to use them. She's so cute. Yeah, so you're saying, like, in the universe where cars are, like, people. the people, like, what are other things? Yes. I mean, this is a lot. That, there's, like, like stuff about are, this. What are gas stations, then? Yeah, are they diners? Like, what is, is, is that? Is it food, yeah. or is it sex stuff? Are there people in, in general? Do cars, how do they reproduce? There's These are all be questions. People. There's got to be people there. I think this is more of a Toy Story thing where the toys talk. What Honestly, I've never seen, you know how it's like in Toy Story, the toys talk, but we don't know about it. Yeah. So you think that Cars is the cars talking to each other, but we don't know about it? Maybe. No, because if you watch the movie, it's like they take the place They do of their people. own thing. Do they have houses? Like, yeah. And families? Yes. <laughs> I do. I mean, I think I saw it one time when it was in theaters, so this is all based on that. I'm going to have to do some research on this. Let me call Owen Wilson and ask him. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
But yeah, no, because like since we moved up here, there's like a lot of it's pretty rural up here. The rural. The rural ger- it's impossible to say. You can't say rural. Rural. That's rural. The, your ability to say that word should dictate whether or not you can live up here. So I, can't I should say probably it. move. Gotta go. But um, there's a lot of <laughs> trucks and stuff because there's like a lot of rural activities. Yeah, where it's like kind of farming, and lots of like. And it makes me think of that car. Which one? The one that Larry the Cable Guy plays. I don't Is remember his name. Is his name Lightning name. McQueen? That's the main one. <laughs> Do you like how I know that? Yeah. <laughs> That's in the lexicon, the Is, cultural lexicon. <laughs> Is his name that guy from it's Larry like the Cable Guy? It's like Otis King? or something. I have to look. <laughs> I, um, we just watched Soul, which was another Pixar movie. Um, I liked it. I liked it too. What a great con. That is not for kids, is it? I don't think Pixar movies are for kids. I agree. I think that just because they're animated doesn't necessarily mean that it's I mean, for children. I mean, like, the whole, like, lost soul concept during Soul was scary. Yeah. I, it's, I was, a little, it's a little too deep, I think, for right? the children's. I don't know. I think I just would only get it now at this age. Like, it's, like Wally. Wally's one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. And that's some deep shit. Can we please talk about the fact that... Mater is the name. What's his name? Mater. Mater? Yes. Can you spell that for me? M-A-T-E-R. I don't agree with that name. Mater. Mater? Like tomatoes? Yeah, it looks like that guy. Okay, you know what? What do I know? Do Doesn't whatever that look you like want. every car that's up here? your name is Mater, I think it's really cool. I'm sorry about that. That's like a last name, right? It's got to be something. I just like That's never, like what you call your bro. I just feel like it's like there's an opportunity for like a pun there and like I should not talk. It might be a pun that I'm not yeah. like digging deep enough into. Yeah, we're, I'm wrong. Like I'm an automator. Yeah, exactly. I See, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what to name cars, guys. Don't ask me. I only name candles and dogs. Oh, yeah. wait. No, speaking of that. Well, so today is going to be a Q&A episode, which is like basically where the Candle Coven has sent in like questions, comments, concerns, whatever. And someone did ask me a question about nicknames and, and Molly's name. And oh. I, so, oh, yeah, I have uh-huh. to. This is one of my favorite questions because, boy, are there a lot of answers. What names do you call Molly that are not Molly? And this person said, i.e., we called our dog Wilkie Bobo and our other dog Jester Snipperfoo. And That's I. That's cute. I get that. Because <clears throat> basically it's like an etymology. Yeah, I almost never call her Molly. I like it starts as a name. Uh-huh. We do this with each other. We too. It starts with a n- name and then a nickname and then a version of that nickname and yeah. then a version of that nickname. And the limit does not exist. The limit does not. So like, for example, one of Molly's nicknames that I think I call her like the most is Gamuki. Uh-huh. Which is from Gamali. There's also Moo that we just call her Moo. In Mookie and Moo. Yeah. Which is also comes from Schmolly and Schmoo. Mm-hmm. So there's like quite a lot of. Like there, there are even ones that stem from Gamuki. Like sometimes I'll just call her like Gamaka. Gamaka is a big one. Gamulus' Market Basket. Gamulus' Market Basket from all you Massachusetts Demulus's fans. Gamulus' yeah. <laughs> uh. Market Basket's really good. <laughs> um, her brother Oliver, who we had, was Gahul. Which is yeah. where Gomali came from. Yeah. So Gahul was like Gahuliver and like the Owls of Gahul. Yeah. <laughs> which I've never even seen. But is... I saw it on a plane once. Oh, did you? No, wait. You know what? That's a false memory because they, they reference it on a plane in 30 Rock. Wow. <laughs> Am I even alive? <laughs> Jeez. That is a false memory. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Can you imagine using the word false for like things? Like instead of fake? Like, if you were like, oh, I have fake teeth, you'd be like, I have false teeth. 
I feel like that was a thing that people I said. I think the Brits say false. So do they call like breast implants false boobs? Because if so, they must. that's awesome. She's got a pair for falsies. Are those are those boobs false? Yeah. <laughs> These are my specials. Yeah. Yeah. So nickname you for you, I have like crazy nicknames for you. Mm-hmm. Elena to Nana to Nana Pants to yeah. Banana 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 Pants. Yeah. Banana Panna. Um, sometimes I call you, wait, what's the Elantra? Elantra. <laughs> Hyundai Elantra. <Yeah. laughs> we both have cars. You're a jupe jeep. I'm a jupe jeep, which comes from. Jupey. Which comes from. Juicy. Juice? Yeah. Which has been my nickname since yeah. I was a little kid. Yeah. And yeah, jupe. I think that's my number one nickname right now. Yeah. Jupey. Jupey jupes. <laughs> Joppy Jeeps. So it's Joopy Nana. Yeah, our nickname together is Joopy Nana. My mom and my sister only call us Joopy Nana. It's, it's one, easy. It's one word. And then we got Kamaka over here. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure there's other nicknames of Molly that I like cannot think that of. That just like fall out of my mouth. Yeah. Like I literally call her like boobaloops. Oh, I call her like squiggle bottle squiggle. all the time. Oh, uh, scrumble. Scrumblekins, yeah. scrumble pants. Scrumbleina. Scrumbleina. I have started calling her Bobby. You love Bobolinka. It just fell out of my mouth. Which is a family name. It just fell out. It's delightful. Um, yeah, nicknames forever. I love nicknames. Yeah. I love when they're so far away from what the original thing was that you're like, how on earth is that? Right. Everybody tell me your pet nicknames. I think it's so funny. You want another question? Yeah. All right. Are we just diving right in? Let's just dive right in. It felt it felt natural. Uh, favorite music out right now, like new music. Um, I really like uh, Caliucci's. Is that yeah, how you say you do. it? Telepatia. I yeah. like that song. I mean, um, we're, we are in like a Megan and Cardi K-hole. Megan and Cardi K-hole. I literally only listen to Megan The Stallion or Cardi B every morning. Yeah. Oh, this. I call it the Holy Trinity, which is Up, Body, and, and WAP. Yeah. And I listen to those songs over and over again. Pretty much. Until I, until I pass away. I've been trying to find new stuff. Like I haven't, I've been like exploring some people and you know nothing's really yeah. sticking if anyone has any racks i like you know pop do you know queer pop I, anything um, i like tame impala yeah tame impala's good um i like who else am i listening to i'm looking at you what like thundercat thundercat blood orange oh let me Toro look at mine if you look at mine mine Mr. is the Twin sister i have on here a lot mine jesse is... Ware. i'm not gonna let you talk <laughs> i'll just step out <laughs> go ahead what were you gonna say Mine is like the playlist of a Gen X gay guy, which is pretty okay. much what I am. Sounds right. I guess. Sounds right to me. Um, I am still, you know, really still listening to that Kylie Minogue disco album that came out. That's I really love it. good. Um, I like Twice in terms of K-pop. Nice. I do like Twice. Yes, love love some K-pop. Oh, I like Cupcake. Oh yeah, that's a lot of fun. I have been kind of going down this road of like I've been getting really deep into like '90s house, big '90s house vibes. Um, which had, like, is like what I've playlists. kind of been listening to recently. How did that start happening? Were we listening to like Malcolm McLaren or something? And Maybe. Then it, like, trans- it's just always like again. I think I just like real- yeah. I just like realized that I was really into '90s house, so I just decided to like go deeper into and like look. Stuff it was up like there, our like, entire childhood, like Crystal was Waters, getting and stuff. in the car, and it was like la la yeah. la la la. <laughs> and like Buffalo, I don't know if Buffalo Stance is '90s house, but yeah. like that's the genre of stuff that I like. I love. feel like it is. I and, love Buffalo yeah. Stance. Do you know like one of the best songs ever made that I think is like so overlooked? What? Oops by Tweet. 
in Missy Elliott. There goes my shirt uh, above my, my head. Now, was she a protege of Missy or were yeah. they a couple? I can't remember. Oh, I don't know. I haven't like looked into the rumors of it, but oh, that was like a rumor. Mm. Okay. Well, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not here to spread no lies. I just <laughs> thought they were at least a duo of some. They. I think she was like her protege, right? Yes. Do you have any other music that you wanted to add into your... I can't ever remember. I have, like, no object permanence or music I know. permanence. I could, like, when I'm, like, listening to it, I want to, like, tell you a bunch of different things. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I just listen to the same... Like, yeah. Okay, so like, I'll tell I you, like... like Muna I have, something like, I like, three songs yeah. that are my favorite songs that I listen to all the time. Mm-hmm. Besides the uh, the Trolley Trinity I just said. I listen to Everything She Wants by Wham. Yep. I listen to Don't Want to Fall in Love by Jane Child. Yep. And then I listen to The Right Kind of Love by Jordan. Jeremy Jordan. Jeremy Jordan. That's Those are the three crazy. songs that yep. I listen to over and over again because I'm sick. This is true. And I like You them. like Doja Cat, too. We like Doja Cat. Love Doja Cat. Sometimes I have to listen to songs if they, like, get stuck in my head until, like, they go away because, like, I get, like, sick with them. Yeah. I get a case of them. That happens to me, too. And I'm just like, oh, I'm listening to this song right now. Because, like, I just did the Kate Bush deep dive recently. Really? I was listening yeah. to um, Why Should I Love You, the Kate Bush song that Prince helped on. Yeah. Over and over again. Because I just, like, got I got a case of it. I can't stop. Eating. I get that. I have that, too. It's, like, it's the positive version of the sickness. It's, like, where you want it. You have to, like, like, scratch the itch. Yes, exactly. Mine is, like, um, Dance for Darling right now. Or, like, Hey Lonely on, on uh, Kylie Minogue. Those are such, it's such a great album. Oh, what did we listen to recently where we were like, this should be... It was Public Affair by Jessica Simpson. We were listening to Public Affair by Jessica Simpson. And... step it out for a public affair. We were listening to it, and we were like, this could be a Kylie Minogue song. It should be a Kylie Minogue like, song. And it, I like it. I like Jessica doing it, but I think Kylie could have done something and made it like- I think she should do it now. I like want her like to do co- it now. She should. Kylie. Have your people call your people, and you do that. Please. <laughs> I also like. am still super- in- I listen to Whitney Houston like all the time. Oh, yeah. Constantly. Yeah. I, I really I'm trying to learn that part in I'm Your Baby Tonight. That's like like I have I'm trying to learn the lyrics to that, but I have like a really terrible memory. Maybe you just have to like read it and listen to it. Yeah. Because I feel like all the songs that I know all the words to were stuff that like I sat down and like listened to and like read the liner notes. Yeah. Because <laughs> totally. we don't really do that anymore because we don't have like physical CDs. Oh my god, I used to like mouth breathe and read like the the no doubt liner and be like <laughs> I didn't know what anything meant. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Remember the one from Alanis Morissette? Yeah, that Jagged one too. Hill yes. album? That whole thing. That one too. I was just like, what is this? Mm-hmm. What does she mean? I was like in fourth grade. I know, right? All right. Well, speaking of back in the day, another question we got Will you be doing a 90s or 2000s icon collection? Yeah, she's uh, just dating right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're just dating. Yeah. Correct. That's all I'm going to say about that. What happened to the Chanteuse collection? Also right next to it is, uh, will you be bringing back the Chartreuse collection? Which I know that struggle. Because yeah. every time I would type in Chanteuse over the last ha- handful of months, it autocorrects it to Chartreuse. It's definitely one of those <laughs> words that you look at after a while and you're like, is that how you spell it? And you're like, is that a is word? Is that a word? <laughs> Um, the Chanteuse collection was a seasonal, one of our limited editions. Yeah. So anything that comes out in the votive size, which is the six and a half ounce, the smallest one, mm-hmm. uh, they are always going to be limited edition at first. And then they can become part of like a permanent collection. Yeah. 
Or, and they were like seasonal, kind of like fall scents. Or if they're seasonal. So we'll definitely bring the Shantus collection yeah. back for the fall because yeah. it was- They're the best. People loved them. I, I love them. I I had got really obsessed with them and I'm personally out yeah, of them. Yeah, they're so- They're like so, my favorite fall candles ever. Yeah, they're really good. So they will be coming back. Make sure you're signed up for our newsletter to be yeah. notified. <laughs> but they'll be back in the fall. Um, okay, so here's one. I'd like a deep dive into Jocelyn and Elena's hidden talents. <laughs> LOL. Thank you for the assumptions. Um, oh, this is from my sister. That's so cute. Oh, that's very sweet that she, she thinks wrote I have a hidden talent. She some examples. Brazilian jazz guitar and tap dancing. Well, Can you guys guess which one's which? <laughs> <laughs> I used to tap, be a really good tap dancer. Jocelyn is Kirsten Dunst from Drop Dead Gorgeous. That's just who I am. I haven't tap danced in a very long time in like any serious way. but Since last night. Since I <laughs> But I used to be a decent tap dancer. I guess that's a hidden talent. What was the one where you were wearing like the tuxedo? Is it crazy for you? Yeah, that was not that was not tap though. Oh, it's not? No, that was the chat. That was some Fosse. Bob oh, Fosse. really? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. duh. Now that you know it, you can't unsee it. A lot of jazz hands. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm very familiar with a Fosse now. Yeah, but did you say Steam Heat? Is that what you said? Oh, no, that's from Steam Heat. What? I thought you were like, oh, I thought you knew the name of the song. And I was like, oh, she remembered. Oh, no, I don't know literally anything. <laughs> you like say you don't, but then all of a sudden you'll be like, Maria. Yeah, that's because like my mom used to sing that all the time. Did everyone's parents sing Maria to them? Comment below. Um, <laughs> wait, so what are your hidden? Oh, Elena played Brazilian jazz guitar in college. Yeah, I like play guitar. You've like played instruments like pretty well that like you just picked up and then put away for now. Like, it, yeah, you played drums. Yeah, I can like I can play the drums. I'm, I'm not like, you know, I could probably play in like a, a band is like, but not nothing crazy. I mean, that's like I can't. I can, So, well, I mean, <laughs> that's really great. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and then wait, you also did you play the violin growing up? Yeah, I played the violin growing up and then I started playing guitar in like high school. Mm-hmm. Was very into it. It was like, was very into it. Because you had like a big Gavin Rosdale. I Gavin loved Gavin Rosdale. How do you say his name? Rosdale. Um, face from yeah. Bush. I know. Like, is that embarrassing? I thought Bush was like the best. They I were- mean, no, I think people like have like bands that were like their bands like for a minute. Yeah. Like my band like that, that was like my, you know, like. Everyone likes Radiohead. Everyone likes the Beatles. But like your band that like not everybody knows about or yeah. likes. Of Montreal. Of Montreal. Wow, Elena. That's so good. Thank you. You know me so well. <laughs> um, what other hidden talents do do you have? Well, yeah. So I, I went to college and I found an instructor that was really into like Brazilian guitar. Mm-hmm. He was, I mean, my school was pretty small. It didn't have like a huge music department. So it was like, you know, slim pickings for instructors. And he just like got me really into it. And it's really challenging and fun to play. And eventually it crossed the line and he got really creepy and I quit guitar because I'm a woman. Wow. Can, <laughs> you know what? And that's when I started playing drums because my friend in college was a really incredible drummer and he was in the in the Brazilian stuff too. Mm-hmm. And he just like taught me how to play. I mean, that isn't that the case of like so many things where it's mm-hmm. like, I stopped doing this because some guy made me uncomfortable. Yep. He literally like asked me to a movie and I was like, what? Like, ugh, come on. It made me so mad. Yeah. And then it's like, you really can't like, if he's the one Brazilian guitar instructor, like. Yeah. I have, I feel like that's like, don't be a trope. Like the music, like, oh, the one-on-one guitar instructor. Like, come on. 
I'm going to need – this actually is goes into something that I was just talking about with you. And I'm going to need guys to be more aware of how they come across to women and how off-putting and uncomfortable it can make us. Yeah. For example, it's like sounds so innocuous but made me so nervous. I needed some stuff from Target and did not have time to get it this morning because we had a busy morning getting work done. So I put in an order with, what is it, like one of those delivery companies, shipped or whatever. And I put it in last night because I knew it was going to have a busy morning. And then the guy texted me who was like my delivery guy. And he was like, hey, I had you, your order a couple weeks ago and I have your order again, like something about my address. And then like, uh, you know, let me know if you need anything else. And I was just like. Like, do you want me to bring it I was like, earlier or yeah, something? Yeah, and I was like, no, the time that I picked is the time that I want it delivered. Like, don't text me. And it was, like, late at night. It was, like, 10 p.m. And he's basically, like, being like, I know where – he like was like, here's your address. I know where you live. Yeah. Like, and, like, I, I, you know, we could assume he was just trying to be helpful. I don't want you to do that. Yeah. I want you to follow the rules. Yeah. I want you to show up, drop it off. Like, and don't, don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> It's not not that I don't appreciate people doing delivery and like I tip everyone super well. It's just that like when there's a strange man or particularly men showing no, up at your home <laughs> and then they're texting you outside of the window of delivery. Like I that's really uncomfortable yeah. to me. And I I went to bed last night. I was like wigged out. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Now I'm not going to use that anymore because I don't want rant. You know, like it's crazy. Yeah, we were talking last night about like. A good way to kind of try to relate this to to men, like for them to understand, like what women sometimes feel like, is like imagine Jack Bauer from Twenty Four. Yes, like season after season, yeah. no one believes him. Just gaslit left and right. He's yes. trying to warn everyone of X, Y, and Z. No one's listening. No right. one gives him resources. He's like the man on the ground, and they keep asking him for help, and then they refuse to give him help or believe him. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, if a guy can understand that, being a woman is, like, so much worse. Yeah. It's literally, like, something as innocuous as this guy being like, let me just text and see if they need anything. Like, please don't. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Don't text me any emojis. Don't text me. Because I I don't know you and you're a strange person coming near my home. Yeah. And, and like, like we just, have seen every episode of SVU at least three times. Right. Like, you just So, like, know. don't try to tell me that I'm being crazy. Right. Because... When I'm fucking dead in a ditch somewhere and you're going to oh tell me, God, are you gonna tell me I'm legacy. crazy? Knock on wood. It's no. ridiculous. Don't ever go running by yourself. And yes. during the day, don't do it. Oh, I get scared sometimes just like taking Molly on a walk by myself. Yeah. Do you know how many times I've been walking Molly around? We live in an area that's like the address is like a little funny because it's like kind of a new area or whatever. And there's always people like driving around like being like, where is this? Where is that? Do you know how many guys pull over? And it's dark out and be like, hi, do you know where this number is or this number is? And it's like, do not pull your car up next to me. Yeah. I, this is what I'm talking about. Like, I, you could have absolutely no ill intent. You have to be aware of what your presence is like yeah. uh, with women. We are scared of you. Yeah, we're on guard. We are scared of you. We're not being bitches. We're scared. Yeah. Like, if you come up to me and you're like, hi, do you know where this is? I'm going to be like, sorry, get away from me. Like, yeah. I... Like, we are scared. Like, park way far away and just be like, I just need to know where this is. And I'll be like, go that way. Yeah. Like, don't or like wait for some gentleman to come by and ask him. Because honestly, it's scary to us. Mm -hmm. Men have no idea what their presence does. And like, 
they need to be aware of like, I need to approach this situation understanding that women can be scared. Yeah. And don't be like, wow, you can't even be nice to women anymore. It's like, don't, don't do be, be anything nice to me. Don't, don't be, I don't want you to be nice to me. No. Don't refer to me don't, at all. Yes. Do not look at me. Leave me alone. <laughs> Pretend I'm not there. I don't. I mean, how often do I need to go outside and fucking ask a bunch of guys for shit? Never. Yeah. Right. I'm not like, where's this? Where's that? <laughs> I don't know. Let me use my goddamn hand computer that I have <laughs> to look it up. I don't need to ask about, let me go to a bunch of kids. Hey, kids, where was this? Like, I'm not going to do that because I know that they're going to be scared of adults. Yeah. And they should be. Or if they're not, they should be. Yeah. Like, don't do that. Mm -hmm. You need to understand that, that, that we are, we don't need to be, don't talk to us. Leave us alone. Yeah. Because we are going to assume that you have malintent and we're going to be bitches. Yeah. And we should be. That's my soapbox for the day. And that was just about a simple question. <laughs> it's true, though. But it's true. I I don't like what that. What was the question? I, what music do we like? What was our hidden talents? <laughs> okay. That's one of my hidden talents. Oh my Ranting and raving is one of my That's not so hidden. <laughs> I don't know what other hidden talents I have. My Another hidden talent I have is doing your hair. Yes. You picked up hairdressing. Just, no, not hairdressing. Jocelyn, my hair. Jocelyn's hair. <laughs> yes. One length bob. Yep. You can do a one length and bob. And bleaching roots. Which are, I have to tell you, a double process and a single length bob, precision cut, are two of the hardest things. So the fact that you can do that. Mm. It does take me about triple the time it would yeah. a, a, a licensed hairdresser, but, <laughs> yes. you know. But that's just no because you haven't really had practice. Like, that you've been getting faster, so. Um, yeah, I don't know what other hidden talents I have. A bunch of stuff. It's, it's like performing arts stuff. Yeah, just like a bunch of random stuff. I'm left-handed. That's a hidden talent. <laughs> um, you, have a bunch of, you have a bunch of hidden talents, too, though, that I'm not even thinking of. Mm. You're very cute. Nice. That's not so hidden, though. Okay, let's see. What's this? Fave feminist horror films or film, especially oh. ones that don't seem feminist at surface level. Hmm. I mean, the first thing that comes up into my mind is The Witch. Yeah. Which is... Obviously feminist, in my opinion. Yeah, very, yeah. Because it's just like, oh, okay, well, you know what? Now I'm a witch, so. Fuck all Don't screw with me. Yeah. I mean, the first thing that came to my mind was You're Next. Oh, yes. I I love that movie. Yeah. I feel like when it came out, it was like super exciting and original. And I think there have been attempts to kind of recreate it that have not been as successful as the original. Yes. Like, I think it just like, it really scratches an itch. And it, like, it just hits all the nails on the head. Like, everything about it is, like, very satisfying. No, it's true. You're, you're literally like, oh, what's this movie going to be like? Is this going to be gross and weird? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, I'm the bad guy. Yeah. Like, that. My I love the thing of, like, we're, it's, oh, you're, they're going to come after the woman or they're going to do this or yeah. that. And they don't even realize, like, that you should be scared of her. Yeah, I love that. And me too. Um, And then, like, is our, uh, I know you did last summer considered a feminist <laughs> i don't know about that i don't what know do you about want that from me? i mean i'm thinking more of like the love witch which is kind of good okay. as like i would that's horror um what what about like jennifer's body oh my god great call jennifer's body is so good that movie is so good so like underrated yeah and i feel like there's like a whole thing about it where our Megan Fox was really unhappy with like yes. how they portrayed marketed they it. marketed it. Yeah. Cuz it's not like it's it's Diablo Cody. So yeah. it's like quite quirky and like they it's, make it seem it's like so it's funny like sexual too. and stuff. It's more 
Like she's like a it's, she's it's, a demon. It's like a dark comedy. Yeah. If I'm being honest, yeah. No, I love that movie. Is Amanda Seyfried low key like in every amazing movie? She has like such a fun Holy career. Crap, she's in Mamma Mia too. She's in Jennifer's Body, Mean Girls. Yes. Good for her. Okay, let me see. I'm gonna look up some con- some ones that people said are feminist horror movies and see if I like them or oh my god, the Stepford Wives. That's so funny. I mean, that is a horror movie. Like I from guess. the OG and the one that the um Nicole Kidman one. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh, Good Night, Mommy. <laughs> Good Night, Mommy. I did not like that movie as much as I wanted to. No. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit. It underdelivered for me. You know, a movie I've never seen that's on here, but I know people love it. Hmm. Audition. Oh, I can't watch it. I won't do it. I like tried to start watching that scene to like kind of prepare myself, and it's just like too gory. Wait a minute. What? It is there. Does someone play an instrument in it? No, there's like a torture scene, I think, where she uses like string, like strings to cut up someone. Like, please don't. Please. I know. It's like. Trigger warning for everyone. Sorry. Ew. Um, is it like, but is it audition? Is it like music really? Yeah, I think so. Because this goes into the category we were just talking yes. about yesterday, which is prestigious arts women. Uh-huh. As and, a horror As genre. a horror genre. So like that would be your black swans. We watched this movie yesterday called Nocturne. Nocturne with, with Sydney, Sydney Sweeney. Sweeney. And then what was the one with Allison Williams? And she's like a cellist. There's like this the whole, perfection. The perfection. There's like this genre of like kind of horror thriller movies where why do I want to put Suspiria into that? Because they're like the dancer yes. witches. Yes. Where they're like, you're at a prestigious academy and you're this artist and this and that, but you're the devil's gonna come and get right, you. Right. And it's just like Like there's a price to pay for all this there's talent. There's a price to pay for talent. It's Suspiria so, is so campy. Oh my god. It's like unbelievable. That's a feminist horror movie for some yeah. reason. <laughs> but um the perfection is so fucking good. The perfection was the end good. of the perfection is like don't floor give it away. It's worth watching. I really liked the perfection. And you know what's so funny about these sort of like feminist horror movies now that I'm like kind of looking at them? They're grotesque. What is that? Is it is it to balance like the femininity of the of the main I don't know why. I'm is it like it's like I feel like it's a contrasting thing. Concepts, yeah. Of like, you know, the femininity the feminine, the woman and like let's be as gross as possible. What was that one that I didn't like that was with Jennifer Lawrence and what's his name? She's pregnant and there it's a horror movie. Mother. Mother. I hated mother. Oh my God. I like it. It was like so hyped up too. I didn't like it. That's a category of movies that I like to call men and their ideas. Yeah, it didn't work for me. Because that's not a feminist movie. I didn't like it. No. Well, is it Darren Aronofsky? I think so. As if. Please. How weird. Feminist my asshole. How weird, though, that Darren Aronofsky also did Black Black Swan. Swan. So there we go. Oh, you know what movie is on this list that we saw? I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House. Is that Lucy? Lucy Boynton. And what's her name with with her face? Um, From The Affair. Yes, Rose. Yeah, whatever her name is. You guys know. What was that other movie that Lucy Boyne's in with Kieran and Shipka? Oh, that, that was one's good. good. The Something's Daughter. Did you know Lucy Boynton is a Capricorn? Yes. Ugh. I did know. Of course I knew that. I love I'm a her. big big Lucy Boynton fan over here. Yeah, I really like her a lot as well. It is called... If anyone hasn't seen Sing Street, it's so the great. Black, it's called The Black Coat's Daughter. Yeah, The Black Coat's Daughter. That's a good one. That one is really good. God, we like a lot. We watch so many movies and we watch so many random. Yeah. <laughs> we like we like scaries. I do. 
I do love a scary. We did talk about this on one of our YouTube videos, but there's this movie called The Pact that oh, I think is a feminist. I think that's a feminist yeah. horror movie. It is one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. It's so scary. And I like usually it, it takes a lot for a movie to like really stick with me where I like need the lights on and like and, you know, ghosts and monsters. It's more like serial killers that kind of get me really scared. Yes. Um, And this movie has all of it. It's so it's so scary. It's like supernatural serial killers. Yeah. It's all the things. And it I think it, it did a really good job of it. Yeah. The acting is great. The way just just watch it. Can I give a, a premise? Yeah, give a premise. So this girl goes back home because her mom dies. And she's kind of this like rebel character. You can see that she hasn't had Maybe much. Maybe she's like the black sheep of the family. Yeah, like she hasn't. She like drives in on a motorcycle. And, like she hasn't had much contact with her mom. You can tell. Yep. Um, but she does have a sister, and she goes there because the sister went. The the mom yes. passes away. The sister goes to kind of clean up all the effects. Yes. And then the sister straight up disappears. Yeah. And so she's like, like well, when now she's like I have on a go. Skype call with her. Yeah. Like she just like disappears on the Skype call. And then now she's like, oh, now I have to go back to my childhood home and I really don't want yeah, to. Yeah. To like figure out what happened to my gone. sister. Right. And so while she's at, she's at this house and like all the stuff starts happening, like supernatural stuff, like doors closing, you know, like messages are, or it seems like messages are attempting to be sent to her. Right. Yes. So she like is trying to figure this stuff out and what is revealed about the house and her mom and her family is crazy. Yes. That's a must, must watch. It's a must watch. Um, you know what else are uh, so feminist? Hmm. The Scream movies. Yeah. Because Sydney always wins. Sydney always wins. And then there's like a lot of stuff about like slut shaming, I feel like, in it too. Right. Because her mom like, was kind of, right. you know, portrayed as she a slut. She was no Sharon Stone, apparently. <laughs> What? That's the quote. Oh my god, that's right. Your mother was no Sharon Stone. <laughs> no, it's true. Mean? A lot of those are in that. In that, maybe that makes like I know what you did last summer, but I don't know. There's just some stuff about it that you're just like, mm. and she's like, "What are you waiting for?" Yeah. And like her little cami top, and you're like, "That's the male gaze." Um, and the and the Elena gaze. <laughs> yeah, you're so. Wash <laughs> that with my mouth again. Well. Like, I was like, "I gotta go." To lock the door. <laughs> Um, the craft. Oh, uh, yeah. All, duh. all of the witch ones. Duh. Yeah. All right. Let me see it. Let me. Is ask um, death becomes her one of them? <laughs> Absolutely. Let me get you some more qu- answers and questions. Any clues about what candles are coming next? Uh, you no. know what? <laughs> if you follow our Instagram, I am constantly dropping clues on stories and stuff. That's true. I will start to like. And not, I'm not always doing it, but sometimes I'm doing it. Yeah. Like, I'll start to, like, post things that are, like, kind of related to it or whatever. Yeah. And then it'll sort of – so just, like, you know, keep an keep eye Keep in out. touch. Keep in touch. Keep in touch. There's some fun stuff coming. The things that we just have started developing, though, there's some fragrances that I am friggin' so pumped about. Yeah. And um, also we have some stuff coming back that's been out of stock for a long time. Yes. That I am have personally a been long missing. time. So that's like this week. So hold on tight. Okay, ready? Here's another one. What are some '90s icons you'd love to put in candle form? Well, like I can't, I can't tell yeah. you because you'll see. they're just dating, yeah. but they're good ones. Yeah, you'll see. And they're definitely they're you'll coming. see at the shower, not the shower, the 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 baby the sip and see the sip and see. <laughs> <laughs> I need to like hold a sip and see for something at some point. A puppy? 
maybe a puppy, but wouldn't it be funny if it was like just like a piece of like home decor? Yes. <laughs> what if it's like a huge statue of a poodle? And you were like, we're doing a sip and see for the poodle. Like, yeah. so, like or something even something like ridiculous. a kitchen. Yeah. Like if I get like a KitchenAid standing mixer, I would want to do oh, a sip and see for yeah. that. That's a big purchase. That is. That's a big purchase. I gotta get that insured. Yeah. What color are you gonna get? I I was um, my first thought was white because I'm so boring and I just wanted to look like a nice clean kitchen. Like an Ina Garten. I, you know when Ina does it, you gotta go for it. How yeah. bad can that be? What is your go-to bijou and non-bijou candle to burn? First of all, I just literally don't burn any non-bijou yeah. candles at this point. We just don't. Why would I? It's, it's useless. I've got everything I need right in my own backyard. Yeah, I don't <laughs> eat where I shit. What? <laughs> <laughs> that is, I don't know if that's a saying or what that saying means, say but I'm glad you did that. <laughs> What's your favorite? I don't cheat. You don't. I'm not a cheater. No, you're you're a brand loyal. Yeah. What is your go-to one that you would say? First of all, it changes all the time, but. It does change all the time, but the first thing that popped in my head was Cher. It's so good. I like the muskier ones that are like a little bit femme, but a little bit musky. Like, I like those a lot. I have to say... I mean, obviously, we built these scents ourselves, so we really like them. But what I like that we do sometimes is we get a scent that's, like, maybe really floral or what would be considered, like, a feminine. And then we add, like, a masculine element to it so that it's got that, like, kind of something else. So Mm -hmm. they're quite – they're kind of unisex across the board, which is really exciting. And it's sort of, like – it's not your traditional anything. Yeah. It's, oh, there's a musk in it. There's, oh, there's clove. Like, my favorite thing about Cher is that there's a clove note in there yeah. that is I love a, outstanding. And I love, like, a clovey, spicy kind of. Yes. But when you put the clove with, like, the jasmine mm-hmm. and all those, like, creamier florals, what a, it's different. Yeah. It just adds, like, a buzz. It's the only way I can describe it. It's like a floral with a buzz. Mm-hmm. A bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? My go-to, what am I, th- I mean, so many things just pop into my head. Stevie. Pops in. Yeah, you love Neroli. Neroli is my favorite scent note, so I'm going to probably go with Stevie. But there's uh, specifically a candle coming back that I cannot wait to burn. I'll just say what it is. Should I just say it? It's coming back. It's already existed. Okay. Claudette. Yeah, she's she's gorgeous. It's like a lily-based scent. And they're, oh, it is so good. Yeah, she's pretty great. It's the creamiest floral scent ever. Yeah. Just like, I find creamy florals to be like sort of beachy, like tropical-y. I get like, that, like, yeah. They kind of smell summery to me. Is it, does it have like a little touch of like a sunscreen? Like kind of. I get like, like that creaminess, yeah. In the most yeah. elevated way possible. Or like a pina colada. A pe- pina. Pe- Let pe- me pe- get a pina colada. Get me a virgin pina colada. Do you have uh, strawberry dacaris? <laughs> And a pina colada from my wife. <laughs> when I was a little kid, I literally only ordered exotic virgin beverages. I sustained my existence on a virgin <laughs> pina colada. Were you the pina colada one? Oh, yeah. Did your like siblings get also get them as well? Oh, yeah. Like, my sister and I would go between, like, who got the strawberry daiquiri and who got the pina colada so we could, like, like That's good. Like, sips. go have these. Yeah. I feel like I got the pina colada mostly and she got the strawberry daiquiri. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to like love a Shirley Temple as well. <laughs> oh, who doesn't love but, like, a sugar water? We used to go to this place, Mozzarella's. <laughs> no way. It's called Mozzarella's. No, it's called Ma- Mozzalunas. <laughs> but I'm going to call it Mozzarella's. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Mozzalunas is so much better. I know. And uh, I would get like a chicken pam. Mm-hmm. 
Jalapeno colada. Can you imagine ordering a chicken parmesan with spaghetti and the inevitable bread that it comes with and a pina colada and being okay? Oh, yeah. If I had that now, you would need to take me in for full dialysis. Totally. I would would have to walk 10 miles a day. I'd be so unwell. Remember that time we went to Olive Garden? Yes. Olive Garden. All of the gardens. Um, Bon Apple Tea. <laughs> and I, you had to like get a gurney to take okay, me home. Okay, so we decided it was for like Valentine's Day. I want to say. 2017. Okay. Mm, yeah, that feels right. Mm-hmm. Um, We were like, let's go to the Olive Garden for Valentine's Day. Like as a troll slash the tour of Italy. Yeah. So we went and we got like the bread the sticks, the, the the salad, the this, the that, and it's a it's a it was a walkable distance from our apartment. Yes, too. and it was, and by walkable we mean New York City walkable. So it was probably like a mile. <laughs> yeah, it's like a mile, probably. Yeah, so we like walked there and got we ate everything on the menu. Not really. We each got. I got the tour of Italy though. Yeah, you did. At the time, I was and we still had like eating some meat. wines. We had wine. It was fucking packed. Like, we had a reservation. It was packed. And we waited at the bar for, like, half an hour. Yes. And we had a reservation. And I don't know if it was just, like, because, I mean, we don't really have, like, a lot of chain restaurants in Manhattan that are, like, they're either in Midtown, which you're not going to. Yeah. Or you're eating at restaurants that are, like, you know, smaller businesses. Right. I had not had this amount of processed sodium or whatever it was. Whatever it was. In so long. I was so sick. I was unwell. Like, we, we had to get, we, it wasn't even, like, Uber. We had to, like, get in a, in a green cab. And the green <laughs> cabs are the ones that, like, go outside of, like, the main busy areas. Right. So, like, the neon green cabs are, like, outer borough. Yeah. And I was sitting in that cab, like, Leonardo DiCaprio, like, his son, hang, like, his head hanging out, like, in the sun. <laughs> like, like... From what movie? That picture of him with his head hanging out of the car window <laughs> in the sun. Is that from Gilbert Gray? No, it's like uh, him as like a 40-year-old man, just like with his head. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I do. I know what you're talking about. And I was just like, oh, dear God, please help me. Like, fresh air. Oh, my God. I was like going to throw up in the cab yeah, or we pass were, out. we were sick. I threw up. I might have thrown up as I well. I did. I threw up. Not on purpose. No, not on purpose. It was, uh, I did not Worth feel it. good. But honestly, I miss it. It was worth it. I would like to have it again. (laughs) Do you know what I love about restaurants like that, too? Mm. The payment process is so seamless. I don't even think I had to see a person. No. I just, like, swiped my card through the napkin holder and, like, left. Right? And it was like, would you like to split this? And I was like, oh, my God. Right? No one ever asked me that. No, they really did a good job. You know when you go outside of the city, too? When you go to, like, restaurants with people and they're like, did you want to put this on separate checks? I'm like, excuse me? Why does that not exist in the city? Remember when we were in Iceland and they were so good about splitting up checks? Yes. You guys, we went to Iceland for our friend Shannon's bachelorette party, and it was the most fun, amazing bachelorette it was weekend so fun. ever. And we we went to this restaurant one night that was, I don't remember the name of it, but it was, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell you. Sleffing Gangla. Yeah, it was called Cigaros, and it was so freaking good. But we were like a group of, I don't know, eight girls from like America. America. <laughs> we were half New Yorkers, half of us were from Virginia, I think. Yeah. And we I guess we were a little too loud for some guy that was there. He was upset. Yeah, he's never seen a woman talk of, of a certain decibel. He was very we weren't that we were not that loud, I gotta say. No, we, were we just, weren't. We were just talking. We weren't drunk or even. No, it was like yet. eight it of us just talking. Yes. 
and he was like had to move seats and he gave us a dirty look. And he like, complained. It's like an old old guy. We were like, bro, we're not even being loud. I'm still mad about it. things like that. Don't get me. Yeah. The injustice of it. Yeah. I didn't they like really, they, they really get it's you like mad. We weren't so- even being loud. You know what I'm like? Yeah. God. I'm going to go back and be loud. I want to go back and be like, Aah! yeah. Anyways, it was delicious. And I'm glad he left. And they split the bill. It was delightful. It was delightful. A great place for groups to travel together. So. And the food is amazing. The food in Iceland was on another level. Yeah, it was. Like the fish. The fishies. Holy. Oh. And the skir. 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 I still eat skir. Oh, so good. Okay. Somebody asked. I just want deep cut references to being a young girl in the 90s and nostalgia folklore in general. Ooh, folklore. That's fun. I think like just like the nostalgia folklore. No, I get. Yeah, yeah. I understand. What she means is, Elena, is that she wants. You want me to do a monologue about Limited (laughs) 2? Okay, wait. I actually can do a monologue about Limited 2 because I miss going into the Limited Mm 2 in the late 90s, early aughts. Really, it's really the late 90s. Yeah. So badly. It was just it so exciting. Hurts. I don't feel like they make clothing like they used to for, for like fast fashion. Like the quality felt like different, like better. You think? Yes, because I like remember having this like share from Clueless inspired plaid skirt and mm-hmm. it had like a whole matching ensemble with it. Yeah. At the limited two. And it was like nice. Yeah. Like, you know, when you buy fast fashion now, it's like plastic. Totally. This was like real fabric. It was so nice. And it was like so cool. The way they had it merchandised. Oh, my God. It was like right before they figured out like really cheap labor in China. It was. Yeah, it was. Was it even before that? No, I feel like that was maybe the 80s. Yeah, I don't know. know, But it was just a little different. And it was so great. And the the outfits were so good. Yeah. And they had it. Like, each section had, like, you could make an outfit out of, like, five different pieces. Like, the way that they had merchandised it was so clever. Do they even, like, market stuff to that age group of girls anymore? Is it, or are those girls just dressing like, like adults tweens? at this point? Like, kind of the tween age? Yeah, like, I, you know that joke of, like, you know, tweens now versus tweens when I you was know what? a tween? You're, like, that's a really good they point. They don't look like... They were like adult clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Like they went from kids to adults. Like when you see like a gaggle of teens when you're like out walking around at like the mall. Yeah. They look like they're in their early 20s. Yeah. They wear like, yeah, that's so true. But we wore the limited too. Yep. (laughs) Oh. It was specifically. The colors were so fun. Yeah. And like. You're right, Elena. They really don't have clothing stores for just tweens. Oh, we had so many. Remember how many we had? I mean, it, they kind of grew with us. Like, yeah, I guess. American Eagle, and Abercrombie, know, like, and Hollister. And they kind of... Five, you, seven, nine. You still shop from there. You yeah. know what I mean? You can still... It, it kind of grew with us. Yeah. Apparently, like, American Eagle and Aerie, like, the demographic is m- millennials. Even though it's, like, you there know... You go. It's made for our age range. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the Limited 2 didn't really make it out of that. Does it even exist? Did they I mean, sell the limited it? group still exists. Like, the I bet limited they sold exists. the brand to like Kohl's or something. I That's think it's like, like a license yeah. situation. It was so good, you guys. Do I get down you into could the go, business, you go, you go into the limited two and buy leopard velvet bell bottoms, mm-hmm. one of those like chenille sweater crop top sweaters. Oh my god, remember those shirts that would like expand? Yes, I love those. The, they were like I don't even know what they were called. No, they were like tiny, shirts. and then you put it on and it fit. And wow. 
you could buy chupa chops. You could get Spice Girls chupa chops. Spice Girls chupa chops. You could get blow up chairs. Chairs. Lava had, lamps. Remember pillows. they had a, a line of body stuff, and it was like all glittery and smelled like Ugh. that fake raspberry. I can smell the fake raspberry smell. I can feel it in my blood. Ugh, I miss. So I could cry about so the limited good. two. Ugh. It was so friggin' rad. It was. And so then like, it was like jellies and platform sneakers. Yeah. Remember those like platform candies that they made? Oh my God, the candies, yes. candies, sneakers? Yes. Do they even make candies shoes anymore? I don't know. Whoever like owns that license needs to like come out with like a new line Remember of those Steve Madden platforms? Oh my God, <laughs> oh, Rocket Dog flip flops? Rocket Dog flip flops. Oh my gosh. Do you remember like every... It was like every springtime jellies came out again and it was like just another opportunity to rip your feet up. So yeah. it was like, oh, it's April. It's time for me to hurt my feet to the yeah. point of disease. I wore jellies and they would rip you. They would rip you to the bone. I never really got into a jelly. Well, yeah, they're not really like a, they're not really like a you vibe, are they? I mean, like I had an interesting time, I think. Yeah. Did you ever do the Doc Martens sandals? Yes, I did. Those also cut your feet up yeah, real bad. Yeah, they did. And you had to like break they them They were in. so loud. They were. They were it was they like wearing would, a, a bag of change on your feet. Uh, to be perfectly <laughs> fair with you, those are the reason I have those strong calves. They would you carry those, go those around. Pounds. Yeah, it's like cement blocks filled with change. Okay, and not to be totally disgusting, but like they smelled so bad. Yeah, not mine. You know what? Because I have dry feet. How dare you? I have the wettest feet yeah, in the you business. Do. The minute, no, I'm dry as hell. And then it hits like March and April, and then my feet just start to be wet, and my hands Soaking are wet. wet. So, anyways, um, thirty-five years old, and I have wet feet, and <laughs> I am not single, so don't ask. <laughs> That's how you get them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Literally, I can tell what time of I can tell the temperature by how wet my feet are. Yeah. So that's gross. <laughs> Ooh, I was really into Buffy. Buffy was big. We in had such good TV. Oh my god! Like I remember, Dawson's I saw. Creek. I remember like seeing Clueless in theaters. Clueless is at the living end. Oh my! I mean, god. I think the limited two is like a direct response to Amy Heckerling's yeah. version of what the world was. She's a genius. She invented like. A language. Yeah. This is like the eighth time we've talked about this I on know. the podcast. This is the Amy Heckerling Stan podcast. Oh, I love her. Remember those like NBC morning shows on like a Saturday? Like City Guys and Hang Time? I don't think I watched those. I was really into those. And like Get Real. Do you know what I remember from like the Saturday mornings is um you're the greatest singers, you're, you're the, the greatest, greatest dancers, you're, you're the, the great pretenders. No, nope, that was wrong. Oh, you great. were close. Great pretenders. Oh. Usually we switch. We do the other way. That's what I, I, I knew you were going to do the high one. So yeah. I just really tried to anticipate it. Starring Fergie Fergalicious. Her name was Stacy Ferguson. Yeah. Uh, from Wild Orchid. What was the deal with Fergie having like a series of, of photographs where she's wet herself? She just like peed herself. Like a bunch of times. Yeah. I cannot believe that this it might is have only, been once. Is this like episode eight, and we've brought up celebrities peeing their pants more than once? So, so far we've got. Well, is Liam it Neeson. is that on us or is it on them? What I'm wondering is if do you get like I know I'm working from home. I've been home for years, um, <laughs> and I constantly have to pee, and it's like always like, oh, I gotta go pee. You know? Can what you I'm imagine saying? like doing a concert and having so to pee? That's what I'm saying. Like maybe when you're like a famous person, you're quite busy. You just don't have time. What's the calf budget on this? Get tour? a catheter. Get a catheter in there. Toe, on this here toe. There's been things before where I'm logistically like, how will I pee? Like when we got married, mm-hmm. it was like, wh- like I was getting dressed and stuff with like all the different layers of reinforcements that mm-hmm. you have on. I was like, how am I going to pee? 
You like logistically, yeah. Uh, big big wedding doesn't think about your big wedding does not consider the urination. urination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's something to think about. Speech-racky. There's been times where I'm like, oh, that jumpsuit looks cute, and then I'm like, am I gonna be with Elena? Who's gonna help me pee? You can't wear like a zi- a jumpsuit with like a zip up back by yourself. Maybe they just need to th- like come up with better receptacles to receive RP. Because I feel like our toilet's a man a man's invention a man's invention. Like, are we even supposed to be like we're supposed to squat? That's why we all have the squatty potty and stuff. Yeah, like it's not like your your good body position. But like you know, I think Asians are onto something with like the hole in the ground. I agree with you. It feels like it's probably it, like falls right out. Oh. <laughs> it's the best. But like that's again, I don't know if whites got the Asian squat down. I don't know if they physically oh, genetically can do it. But what if it's like a little bit of column A and column B? Like, what if, so what Elena's talking about is genetically, a lot of Asian people have more flexible Most Asian Achilles tendons. It's called the Asian squat. And they, you can squat with your feet completely flat on the ground. And it's very comfortable. It's like a resting position. It is. Like, and I'll often, like, clean in an Asian squat or, like. I learned how to do it. Like, got myself But, like, a, lo- a lot of white people enough, can't do I it. But I couldn't at first. Yeah. yeah, we have tighter Achilles tendons. So I'm wondering if that, I don't know, I'm not saying we have tighter Achilles tendons. I'm just saying, like. Maybe it is because we didn't we don't use those kinds of toilets mm. that like we're not doing like that what squat came first? every day. I don't know. Yeah. That's a chicken in the egg. Comment below. Uh, it's like tell me you're Asian without telling me you're Asian and just like falling into an Asian squat like a death drop. Oh, my God. It, yes. Now, that is good. That is a, that is a death <laughs> drop for sure. Oh, when I get down into it, I'm like, hold on. Yeah. You have to like hold on to something. Yeah. And it's I, so comfortable. It is really and it really stretches out your lower back. Sometimes like, I'll get into it after working out and my lower back will, will pop and it's a, I love back cracking so much. Yeah, you do. I digress. No, I wanted to go back to like um, things from the 90s and. Please. I was super into Brink and like <laughs> roller skating. That entire like series of Disney tween like. TV movies. Xenon girl of the 21st yeah, century. Those were huge. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami. Um, I, I love like themed sports movies. Yeah, they had a lot of good themed sports movies. H.E. Double Hockey Sticks. What are some Genius. of the- Genius. Genius. Smart House. Smart House. Halloween Town is like from that. Yeah, it is. That's Disney. It is. I mean, there was like a whole handful of like tween specific. I don't feel like they have that anymore. I also like I'm not really looking for it. So That's I, true. I can't really tell you. Yeah, I don't know. But. It was hard to I, I mean, like, tweens are just, like, on TikTok all the time. I don't know. I think know. they have like, TikTok. Like, same. Same. So, you know what? We're all here. We're all together now. I support it. I just, yeah, it was such a good time to be I alive. just, like, to me, the ultimate nostalgia feeling is coming home from school, getting, like, your Mama Celeste or your Totino's pizza rolls, mm-hmm. and getting in front of the TV. Bagel bites. Bagel bites. Oh. Oh, my God. Do you know what was, like something that i did every single day mm-hmm. in maybe like eighth grade what? in the summertime passions passions i loved passions i never really watched it passions. was so ridiculous and campy there was a witch named tabitha and she had like a little person yes. with her named timmy i i'm aware of tabitha it was like unbelievable yeah that's really good and the thing about passions and like soap operas in general is that they never ever progress and it is, it will make you feel like you're living a real life. Because it's just like. Like nothing ever changes. Nothing changes. Like you're like, just like waiting for Teresa and Ethan to get together and they like never will. 
Wow, they really know how to keep you hooked on they it. They keep you hooked. And at they're, some, like, still not together. I'm sure it's on now and they're not together. So. At some point, are you just like, I, I give up? Or are you just really so drawn in? No, it just becomes, like, a habit. Do you know what Passions makes me think of? It's not really related at all. But it was this TV show called Spider Games. Spider with Oh, my y. God, yes. It was on MTV. And here's a story about Spider Games. I do recall. It was on in 2001. And the se- series finale was supposed to end oh. the series finale oh, I, I, on September 11th, yep. mm-hmm. 2001. Yep. And it was like a really thrilling show yep. about like, I don't even know what it was about. It was like family crime and money. And it was like kind of, it was like a, I don't even know how to describe it. Let me look it up and see if we can get like a synopsis of it. Yeah. It's been since... Anyways, the point is, while I get the synopsis, is it was supposed to have the finale of this, like, who did it? Like, yeah. somebody killed somebody and we were going to finally find out. And they never aired it. Because September 11th, the news cycle just became about that to the point where it was just, like, not part of the programming anymore. Yeah, there was, like, no programming. And they no just literally never aired it. And, like... Obviously, I understand why. I'm yeah. not like. Um, Can you imagine being September like 11th. on September 11th? Be like, is, are they going to show Spider? But I just like thought I remembered it like months later, and I was like, oh my god, we never found out. That's who crazy. Did this, and then of course, like throughout the years, I've tried to find it, but they didn't air it. I don't think so. I don't know. Okay, ready? Spider Games is an American television series that was broadcast on MTV from June 18th to September 20th, 2001. September 20th. It's this is why it, it made me think of Passions because it was a soap opera format. Oh, just like Undressed was. We watched like a few episodes of Dress of Undressed recently, and it's just like so insane. The music is good on it though. Yes, but it's like it was like teen porn. It was one hundred percent pornographic to me. It was it, so good. I just like don't. Oh, was Aaron Carter? No, there was a, a okay. There was somebody in it who was playing an Aaron Carter style of person. I'm sorry. What? Oh my gosh, what is the synopsis? It's a wealthy video game producing family and the unexpected murder of the patriarch Boris Carlyle. Yes, it's all coming back to me. Who is in control of the company? A widower with four children, Natalia, Dimitri, Ivan, and Sasha. Wow. <laughs> this is crazy. And there it's basically like which who killed Who done it? Yeah, who yeah. killed this guy? And they all had like a reason to. They didn't, I don't, okay, comment below, y'all. Did you see this show? Did they post it? Apparently, there was, like, a lot of controversy. About what? It was criticized for numerous reasons, not the least of which were visibly impoverished production values and the question of quality of acting performances. <laughs> Is that on Wikipedia? Yes! That's so funny. Basically, they're saying it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Like, the only thing that made Undress good was, like, hormones. Yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, I could do a deep dive on Aaron Carter on like a separate thing because I went through a phase where I was like obsessed with the Carter family with like the Carters, like ironically, but not. I didn't really watch it. Are they from Florida? Yeah. Maybe that's why you Obviously. liked it because it was like a Florida vibe. <laughs> nope. That's not why at all. <laughs> um, I went to high school in Florida, but uh, no, they had this show called like House of Carters on E and it was one of the most exciting reality shows I've ever seen. It was like kind of around the same time as like Pretty Wild, which is my other yes. favorite pop culture moment is Alexis Nyers. Like now that's, forever. Now that's a deep dive. That I, I live for that. But anyway, House of Carters. It was like when Nick was like kind of dating Paris. 
Okay. And there was just like so much drama between him. There's like six, six of them or something. Yeah, they have like a huge family. Yeah, and Aaron had a twin who sadly passed away like years after. It was a girl oh, named Angel. Yes. But like Aaron Carter is fucking crazy. Yeah. And there's like a part where he gets in a fight with Nick Carter and he just starts barking at him. Yeah, I mean, Aaron still, I think, is in the public eye a little bit for not doing so well. Did you hear what I said? Yes. He barks at him. Uh, the thing that's so scary <laughs> to me is like, I, I just accepted that as truth. Like, I wasn't, I was like, correct. He yeah. Did, he did bark at him. I'm all, I was also obsessed with this movie that he did called Popstar, which is so funny. So good. Yeah. Aaron Carter, like, he low-key, like, was everywhere during yeah. that time. Didn't he date, like, everybody? Aaron or Nick? Aaron did, too. He, like, famously dated, like, a bunch of well, people. Oh, like, Lindsay and... He dated Lindsay and Hillary at the same time. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm thinking of. And there was, like, a rivalry yeah. about it. Oh, my God. Yep. What a time. How much of it do you think Let is real? Let the That's about him. It is? Probably. <laughs> Come and clean. That's, like, how she sings. Let's be honest. Wow. Hillary. It's, it's truly iconic. Hillary Duff, like magnificently took mediocrity and made it famous. That's true. She was just like really mediocre. The girl next door. Um, like the girl from Cadet middle school. Kelly. Remember that tour of her bedroom that she did? And her bedroom was like so hideous and boring. <laughs> I don't remember. What I do remember is what's the one where she's singing? The singing movie. When she's like Lizzie McGuire. Oh, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Is it Lizzie McGuire in the movie? Is it? Uh, yeah, it must be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whoa, yeah. Whoa. And everyone's like, <gasps> and like, wow. She's so good. Like, are we for real? I do love Hillary Duff. I do to, like, too. I know. I do too. <laughs> she's do. She does a good job of being like that. The girl next door thing. Yeah. It's just like this is a a girl. She's it's just a girl. Just a girl. And it, she's not good at acting. She's okay at singing. She's an average height. She's got hair and eyes. Yep. And then at one point she did get new teeth. And, and then she got new teeth again because they, they, they were too. They were too false. They were too long. They were <laughs> too false. Um, that being said, I if you need to get false teeth, I'm very here for it. I'm, yeah. I just want everybody to know that these are not criticisms. These are observations. Yeah. Because honestly, do whatever the f- you want. Yeah. Okay. But don't say fuck, apparently. <laughs> I felt like it made it worse to say, not say say. It. Oh, do whatever the <laughs> do whatever frick you the want. whoop you whop. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes um the edited version of a wet wet ass pussy is somehow dirtier. Wet and gushy. Yeah, Have you that heard is... the edited version of it? Wet and gushy is grosser to me. Yeah. It is good. Yeah. It goes back to my thing of like the they mean the same thing. Just say the thing because yeah. it makes it seem so much worse when you don't say it. Yeah. Just like, you're like sheesh. You're highlighting it more. Sheesh to me now is like my number one. Saying. I love sheesh. Sheesh. It's like an onomatopoeia. It's it it's sound, a release. It sounds you're like, like what it is. Yeah. What are some other onomatopoeia examples? Camp on Wana, we hold you in our oh, hearts. Now that's some '90s nostalgia. Yeah, that whole that whole thing. That whole block. Pete and Pete, salute Snick. your shorts. Give me Snick. What's All the night. one? The Dude Ranch. Hey dude. Hey dude. That Can't, was yeah. a moment in time. I could literally talk about the double '90s dare. for uh, double Remember dare. Figure it out. Wait, is which one was figure it out? Was that with, with um, su- summer. summer? Yeah. And it was like the head. Yes, I was just about to mention that. that oh my is god, so funny! We watched um, "She's the Man" again the other night, 
Oh, speaking of Amanda Bynes, what was the voice that Amanda Bynes was doing for Sebastian? <laughs> I can't tell if it's incredibly problematic <laughs> or we just weird. Wait, I'm like blanking on like the catchphrases. She's literally like, "Hey man, that's my lady." Yeah. And you're just like, "What is?" I got this? a lifetime of knowledge. Yeah, you're just like, is she doing a Jamaican? Yeah, accent? it's like the weirdest thing. I don't know what it is. But it's so indescript and inconsistent yeah. that it's almost like a Moira Rose accent. It is. Where you're just like, this accent is what it is. It, 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 like, it's not it, even how it's he not, talks. It doesn't even reference anything. It's like it exists on its own. It doesn't. Yeah. It's just like, so I'm Sebastian. Yeah. You're just like, what is that? It's amazing. She's iconic. That movie is so cringe, but it's a perfect. How about with the end where she flashes her boobs? She's a teenager. I mean, her brother comes and pulls his pants down. These are children. They should ha- keep their clothes on. Yep. Sebastian. Yeah. <laughs> the scene where like all the girls come in that they've like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the pizza place yeah. to make him be, like, cool. Because you're ugly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's incredible. Um, my favorite's Gouda. I'm into it. Good for good for Amanda Bynes. She looks great as Sebastian. 10 out of 10. Yeah, that I, movie definitely... Um, I told Jocelyn that I could probably write a thesis about how she's the man made me question my gender and sexuality for about three years. Absolutely. You're just like, hmm. Yeah. Okay. She's the man... I mean, there's probably a lot of those that are, like, deep in there. Oh, I mean, that's, like, when I was, like, aware of it. Right. But, like, you know, when I was a kid, I'm sure there were a lot that was, like... Oh, yeah, there's so Motocrossed, many. you know, <laughs> fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, like, watched The Watcher in the Woods. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Starring yeah. Kyle Richards' yeah. fame as a child. So many times as a little... Ki- I'm talking, like, a little tiny kid. Like yeah. Like, four I watched it so many times. I am so obsessed with the occult. Yeah, you are. I am so You're obsessed. such a spooky little baby. I'm such a spooky Your mom's baby. like, okay, Juicy. Like, I'm going to watch the water. She's like, it's a really nice day outside. Like, all I wanted to do was watch spooky things and Christmas things. Yeah, pretty much. And that's And I wanted to watch girls dress up as boys. And just one of the guys. That was another just one. Just one of the guys. Fucked me up, too. Oh, my God. It's really hot. <laughs> Yeah, but then they all show their tits at the end, yeah. and I'm like, "What?" Yeah, I. And then and then they end up liking the guy they're friends with, See, and that's no, what really threw me off. I don't want that. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to just like be Wouldn't boys. Wouldn't it be the whole so time. cool if it was a version of just one of the guys where it was like they she falls in love with her best friend? Yeah, that, I'm like, like waiting for that to happen. Yeah, and you're like, wait a minute, I love Josh. Yeah, so someone write that comment below. Um, <laughs> let me see if I got another interesting tidbit from the candle cover. Although I could talk about like 90s everything. Um, I'm sure we'll come You want to talk back. about like Jinko jeans? Literally someone about, wrote, favorite yeah. shows, movies, trends from like a particular year like 1997. Titanic. Or, I mean 1997 I want to say that is like peak like Spice Girls came out. Yeah. Maybe was Spice Girls like 96 maybe? It was, yeah. And then we got Titanic. It was a heavy time. Titanic like consumed that entire year. I'm going to look up and see what else came out in 1997 because um, I feel like that was like a huge... Clock Watchers. We just watched Clock Watchers. You guys. Okay, so anybody who's watched Search Party, and if you haven't, you literally... Ha- it's my favorite show maybe of all time. Yeah. It's four seasons long. It's all... You can all stream it right now. On HBO Max. HBO Max. It is so good. Yeah. I cannot recommend it. It is It is my exact 
taste of humor, dark comedy references ever. Like you could like write a thesis about that too. Best ever. It's so like there's so many layers to how good it is. It's they give you everything. They give you references. It's like it's fantastic. Yeah. But one of the main characters is played by John Early, who is super funny. He plays Elliot. Yes. And he was recently on a podcast where he was talking about his one of his favorite movies, which is like this cult classic called Clock Watchers. That's been super hard to, to find because it wasn't streaming anywhere. It just basically didn't have distribution. It was mm-hmm. like kind of indie cult drama starring Tony Collette, Lisa Kudrow. I mean, these names, right? Yeah. Like, um, What's her name? Lisa Kudrow, Parker Posey, and then Alana, Alana Umbrook. Or was, it, was her name Alana Umbrook? Yes. And she's, you know, Alana Umbrook from Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde. Is she Legally Blonde? Yes, yeah, she is. Okay. She's one of the sorority sisters. And she's also in a very Brady Bunch movie. She's like the best friend yeah. that's in love with her. She's Marcia. in a lot of stuff. Like, she works a she's lot. She's low key, like, supports so many of the movies that we love. She's yes. like, a supporting player. She's like one of those working actors that like are Judy like Greer. In, Judy Greer in everything. But you're like, oh, she's in everything. Yeah. And you're like, what's her name? That's actually like the best career, I think. Yeah, I agree. Because you work. You're not and really then you're famous. you're not famous, but you do get recognition. Yeah. And then you have like fans that are like Stan fans. Yeah. But anyways, Clock Watchers, it finally, he was mentioning on the podcast that it was finally available to stream. We And we watched it. It was such a great watch. Tony Collette is so funny. I love Tony. And I, I love I mean, all Lisa Kudrow too. And Parker is Posey, like, like you can't. Yeah, Parker Posey, obviously. Insane. But so like, good. there's just something too about Lisa about Lisa Kudrow specifically that like she manages to find this balance of like being cute and sweet and funny, but also just like ditzy, ditzy, and like sometimes kind of gross and like, and like kind of a bitch. Yeah, it's like she brings it into. All, a lot of her it's such a well-rounded character for everything mm-hmm. she plays and it's not the same character no so like michelle from romeo and michelle yeah and then um the comeback the comeback that's another movie if you another movie another series i think it's two seasons yeah but they're 10 years apart you have to watch the comeback you have to watch that yeah i valerie cherish Va- valerie cherish is an icon I oh my god it made me cry it it's made me so laugh good. she's so brilliant it's so human yeah I love Lisa Kudrow. She's my favorite. She just man, and she's honestly like I'm not. A, I'm not a personally like a big Friends fan, but I know people are like big big Friends fans. I mean, she was the best character. She's if you ask me. the best character yeah. by far for for me personally. Yeah. Um, I think she's so funny, and she has this ability to like be like ditzy, but also like very affected by the things that she's like the subtleties. Yeah. Like she's like ah. it's very subtle. It's like, am I bothered by that? Probably. Like she played, there was like that thing that we watched on Netflix that was about the news of last year. I can't remember what it was called, but it was like about the news. It was like like 2020, 2020. the worst year ever. Yeah. (laughs) And she plays like some Kellyanne Conway type character. Yes. yes. And she is so funny in it. She really is like, she's got some Like she's got, she's got some, she has levels. She's iconic. Valerie Cherish is one of the best characters. Yeah, but we watched Clock Watchers and it was great. Oh, and Parker Posey. I love Parker Posey. Yeah. And is it Bob Balaban that's in it too? Bob Balaban's in it. And he and Parker, of course, are from the the crew of people. Christopher Guest. The Christopher Guest crews that do Best in Best Show. Best in Show. How Waiting good for is Guffman. Best in Best Show? Best in Show is like maybe top five favorite movies for Waiting me. Waiting for Guffman. Because there's dogs in it. Like, it's there's dogs in a it. Do- I, mockumentary style is just basically my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. Drop Dead Gorgeous. Literally all those movies that I just said. Yeah. Mockumentary is the best. It's so fun. Wow, I do really love a mockumentary now that you say Oh, it's like my number one favorite format. Yeah. Best in <laughs> Show was like, 
everything when it came out. It's like a bee. It's a busy bee. Was that like, what was that, like 98, 99, 2000? Let me look it up. What if it was 1997? I know it's not. It's not. But, um. Well, did like Mariah Carey Honey come out in 1997? It was like Mariah Carey and like Savage Garden was super popular. It was like the year that I moved back to the States too. I'm going to look it up. Oh, that really? It was like 96, 97. Men in Black. I loved Men in Black. Loved Men in Black. Air Force One, my best friend's wedding. Oh my god! Do you remember god. going to the movie to see? I think I saw that more than I once saw, in theaters yeah, I saw too. In theaters because the soundtrack was so good. Yeah, it was. It was. The we also that- watched that recently too. And Julia Roberts' character is like a fucking monster. What a psycho <laughs> hose beast! Yeah, that is like. Wi- First of all, why is this guy marrying this girl? The things that he says to Julia Roberts are not. Oh um, yeah. Not not leading her. Yeah. It's like I like basically like, I thought it would be you, but it's apparently Cameron Diaz. Yeah, like as if she's chump change. She's like a rich. Yeah, like I don't even know. And she's so nice, and she yeah. made she made his best friend her maid of honor or something. Yeah, is that one that what it is? Yes. First of all, that's crazy. Yeah, that's like what we call in the business compensating, mm-hmm. overcompensating. Um, wait, a couple things I just wanted to mention that happened in 1997, just because it was brought up. Hong Kong gained independence. Oh, and- was it on my birthday? Maybe I do recall it being like kind it didn't of on my give birthday. me the exact dates. Okay, um, and it was the year that scientists cloned Dolly the sheep. Dolly, which we all know about. Oh my god, it's the same year as the Heaven Ga- Heaven's Gate mask suicide. Wow. I mean, this is oh my god. Now what was the Heaven's this Gate one? Quite was a that year. the? Did they? How did they do That's that? That's when they we watched the, the document the documentary about. Is that the drink of the Kool Aid? Yes. They were, they were waiting for the comet to come, and they were going to go they, back up. Did they wear the sneakers? Just the sneakers. Yeah, those sneakers blew up after, didn't they? Yep. Um, it was the year Princess Diana had a funeral. But she didn't die in that year. She just had the funeral. I don't know. This is the weirdest. Sometimes I mean, have- I do kind of vaguely remember, like, Candle in the Wind being a thing at the same time as Titanic, because, like, there was just a lot of emotions going around. Right? Hold on. I got to look up and see what, why it says just her funeral. Like, do they mean that's when she passed? Yeah, 1997. Wow, that was a year. That was a year. God. You know that song by Alice DJ? Yes. Better Off Alone. What year? When did that? I feel like that's the same year. Do you think we're better? 1998. So. I what lied. else happened in 97? What What films? Let me see. What movies? 1997. The Game. Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. That's a great and movie. Gwyneth Paltrow. Batman and Robin. Don't even get me started on the Joel Schumacher Batmans. You like them the best? I mean, I don't even know if I can, like, equate them to anything. When Batman Forever came out, it was, like... Batman the, Forever. That, it was, like, a cultural moment. How about that soundtrack? First of all, Val Kilmer looked so good for, like, one year. Yeah. Nicole Kidman was gorgeous. Yep. The soundtrack was unbelievable. The soundtracks are so good. And there was something about, like, the colorway of it. Like, I remember going to, like, the WB store and, like, buying t-shirts. Oh, yeah. That, like, Batman Forever. It, very, like pop culture forward yes what was the which batman is it where um prince does like the song like the vicky vale song do you know what i'm talking about is it the tim burton one yeah i think it is um and then the one with george clooney and alicia silverstone yep and mr freeze that's the one that i'm just talking about freaking so good mr mr freeze that's like my dad yes but uh and then uma thurman (laughs) as uh 
Poison, Poison Ivy, Ivy. One of the best. And then Drew Barrymore. One year, my friend Adam had me put him in um, Poison Ivy drag for Halloween. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was, like, gluing leaves to his face. Yes. And, like, I remember, like, putting it on with spirit gum and being like, do you have remover for this? And he's like, I'll figure it out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did he wear it for, like, a year? No, I think he got it off. Remember Drew Barrymore in that, too? No. She was, like, the other, like, Poison Ivy character type for, like, a second. Oh, my God. I don't remember. It's great. I love Drew Barrymore. She and just, then like, shows up all the time. The real star of that movie is the nipples. Oh, the Batman nipples? On the suits. The nipples are the, the eyes of the suit. The nipples of the eyes of the suit. That was the same year um, Hercules came out. Can I tell you something? Tell me. Never, never seen, seen Hercules. All right. Because okay. I was an adult back then. Yeah. So, like, you I didn't too, watch cartoons. You were too sexy for Hercules I was. in 1997. I understand. I understand. Does it have a good song? It has a good song, It has right? a lot of good songs. Yeah. Don't ask me to sing any of them because I can't remember right now. Uh, Dante's Peak, Kiss the Girls came out. Ooh. We've seen that one a bunch gang, of times. Gang. Love that oh, one. Oh, gang gang means scary. <laughs> yes. In Chinese. Remember Nutty Professor? <laughs> yes. Those are a little weird, Hercules, right? These really. Fat suits are not great, right? Probably not. I'm not loving that. Yeah. Goodwill Hunting. Oh. Gattaca. I, I Contact. Refer- I reference Gattaca at least once a day. Elena references Gattaca. Constantly, and You're I can't believe Gattaca shower. I can't believe there isn't like a GIF of the Gattaca shower. I know, which is basically getting into a kiln and scrubbing your top three layers of skin off. Uh, you, sometimes the Gattaca shower is the only answer. Yeah. Wait a minute. Do you know what else came out? Mm. Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Goodbye. <gasps> Ooh. Titanic. Selena came out. Oh this my is, okay, god. Okay, nineteen ninety seven is hot fire. Wait, we. I don't want to glaze over Contact because Contact also. I know. I did mention Jody Contact. Foster. They're literally, I cannot, can I just like read you a list of some of these movies? Yeah. Uh, Beautician and the Beast. Oh my Grand God. Director, <laughs> which I saw in theaters. I, me too. Um, a Devil's Advocate. Great, Keanu. Oh my God, he's gorgeous. Devil's Anastasia, the cartoon. Dancing bears, painted wings, things I almost remember. Beverly Hills Ninja, Chris <gasps> Farley. I also loved like kung fu movies. Wait a, a minute. Oh, so there was that's a whole genre. I was very into kung fu movies. I, mean, I loved like Jackie Chan movies. Yeah, of course. Great. It was pr- probably one of the few places you could find Asian Asian representation too. Yeah, Is I loved it, it. Like, you know, but so fun, so good. And then we've got Chris Farley doing it. So then there <laughs> It's perfect. You know what? Do you Is it okay with you? Oh hell yeah! He was raised. He was raised by skilled Japanese warriors. So I mean, it's just great. Chris Farley is just the best. I love him. Liar, liar. Oh, I love liar, liar. I mean, I have to say, this might be one of you know what we should do. We should make some sort of a spreadsheet where we cross reference like years from like 1994 to 1999. Uh huh. I don't know why that that range came in, and like run some sort of an algorithm on like which years hit the hardest. Right. Pre-Y2K. Because I feel like 97 is huge. Yeah, it is huge. All right, okay. Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella starring Whitney Houston and Brandon. Oh, my God. Yes, that's right. Impossible. I can't believe that those things are all the same year, which means that, like, it really goes to show you, was I must have been, like, 12. Yeah. I, I'm remembering, like, Anastasia and, like, my sister and I, like, having some of the Barbies from that, like, the dolls uh-huh. from it. And I'm just, like, at the same time also seeing Titanic. So it is that time, that tween time, where you're, like, I'm a baby, but I'm also a sexy woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, Leo can't see my dolls. Like, Leo is... And then you have a Leo doll. <laughs> right. 
oh my god like why that is such a weird time and we were talking about like how leonardo dicaprio was like for a moment in time the most beautiful person to ever exist and it was so fleeting like you couldn't even grab it yeah, he was, and he's like always been like for all intents and purposes, he's always been a good looking person. He's still I mean, a good looking in the person. realm of like people in general, right? Everyone in the on the planet, sure, he's good looking. But there was but a, what a moment where, <laughs> well, he, someone like put him in a vat of pickle juice for ten years and then took him out, and now he's like an Oma. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I mean, yeah, he has not. He's not maintained. You and know, he didn't have to. He you didn't can ha- tell. He didn't have to do it. He didn't. He can do whatever he wants. That being said, if we're talking Titanic and Romeo plus Juliet, Baz Luhrmann's, that is one of the most enigmatic, gorgeous creatures. Yeah. He is so cute. And like, I'm shocked that at that point in 1997, yeah. not everyone was like, am I gay? I mean, he made me feel all the feelings. Right? Yes. Like both men and women. Oh, yeah. Because he was so... He's androgynous as hell. Yeah, he was very androgynous looking at the time. Oh, yeah. We watched that, like, documentary recently called Kid 90. Yes. On on Hulu. Soleil Moonfry's documentary. It's The movie in general is, like, not very good, but, like, it's worth watching because basically she just recorded her entire life. Yes, she did. And wow. I think that that could have been, and I don't want to, like, insult the editors, but I feel like that it could have been edited a little bit differently. Yeah. And have been a little bit more interesting because I just felt like I wanted more of the clips and it yeah. was more of them kind of bringing context to the clips. I didn't need it. I it just was a lot, lot, of, a lot of confessionals. Lot, yeah. And I feel like I would have loved to have just seen, like, a grouping of yeah, the... Because- Basically, she got famous for playing Punky Brewster, obviously, and like when she was very like, young, very young, maybe like seven or so, yeah, she was seven yeah. or six. Yeah, so, so she young. was, and she was so famous for it. Like she's Punky Brewster. Yeah, like it was like Shirley Temple level yes, famous. I would say that's a equivalent. Yeah, yeah, and so like. From six on, this woman is, she's like hanging out with every celebrity ever. And her like high school friends are like Mark Paul Gossler and like the cast of 90210. Right. And like, so you're watching these home videos that she made. Yeah. And oh, she got a breast reduction at like 15 as well right. because like she hit puberty and it like ruined her life. It, she was very well, chest relate. heavy. Yeah. But yeah, it's just wild to see like her. I mean, who was her? Fr- like her boyfriends were like, um, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, like Charlie Sheen and like the guy from, What's that rapping group that I, I can't think of? House of Pain. House of Pain. Um, thank you. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, she, she hung out with, like, Leo and them at the time, yep. too. Leonardo. There's, like, videos of them going to, like, Disney Kevin World. Kevin Connolly? Is yeah. that his name? Yeah. That kind of crew. Wait, yeah. What were those boys called themselves? What were those boys the called? Pussy the Pussy Posse? The, the Pussy Posse. That's disgusting. The uh, Wet and Gushy Posse. <laughs> Ew! I <laughs> oh. literally just had to pick Molly up. Look at how staticky she is. And move her because she would not. I had to. Okay, so first of all, I just had to get up because it's four o'clock. And I'm, getting, I'm the dot. I'm in my drop top. <laughs> and I'm getting a little hungies. And we're going to have the TikTok feta pasta. And you know you got to roast those tomatoes. Those little bitches take forever. <laughs> and you know what else takes forever? Preheating an oven. Oh, my God. Who has the time? In 2021, how can you not get to a temperature in five seconds? I did not realize how long it takes to preheat an oven because... To start last night. (laughs) Because we lived in New York for so long, and it's all gas stoves, pretty much. And they don't tell you when they're preheated. You just turn it on. Yeah. You wait 30 seconds, and it's preheated. This oven that we have here beeps when it's preheated. And I'll tell you what, guys... 
it takes a, a solid 45 years to preheat it. Yeah, oven. it's about like seven episodes of Passions. Right. Like, so. <laughs> so if I know I'm going to bake something, I will put it in the calendar and remind myself, turn the oven on. Like, I'm in the middle yes, of, of recording alerts. a podcast and I had to get up because I want to eat today. So we can eat tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I want my tomatoes to be nipe and wopster. <laughs> but nipe. I love TikTok pasta. Are there any more questions? Yes. All right. Let me get. There was actually some that were just like kind of like nice basic ones. Okay. What is your last meal? <laughs> I, my, the first thing that came to my head was uh, what did I eat last? And I was like, oatmeal. <laughs> But that's not my last meal. Okay, what's your last meal? Something with cornbread. Okay. Can I ha- can it be like a bunch of stuff? Yeah, go ahead. Just start naming things that would be in- within your last meal. Pork buns. That's so funny because you don't even eat pork. No. But when you're ready to go out, you're you're gonna have a pork bun. Ro- po- wor- roast pork. Ro- I can't even say it. Chasu fun. Chasu fun. Roast pork over rice. Uh huh. From a specific place in Chinatown. Anywhere in Chinatown, really. Okay. Just like cut really thin. Yep. Anything from Fei Da. I have to say, I think it's really interesting because you don't eat mammal meat and neither do I. Mm-hmm. But um, both of our answers are going to have mammal meat in them. <laughs> Damn. I mean, it's like it's cultural because the food that I'm going to talk about is cultural, too. Is yours like a beef, mm-hmm. a beef pot roast? You Bingo. It's like my grandmother's the side? pot roast. Delmonico's? So my grandmother made this pot roast that was so tender and delicious and like the gravy that she make made with it. What does it. she make it in? You like sear it and then you like cover it in like like kind of like roasting. Wrap yeah, thing? like you sear it and then you like kind of like boil it and so it's like tender. It like kind of mm. shreds down. Like you cook it in like a Dutch. Did she oven. have like a Dutch? Yeah, like yeah, that kind of thing. And she would do mashed potatoes with homemade. Like the gravy was so good, and like either like peas or green beans or something on the side, and then like French bread, like soft French bread with yeah. cold butter on it and you like dip it in the gravy i bet your grandmother was like so extra that she even had like a bread basket uh, with like a with like a you know she kitchen had a towel in it you 100 percent. god the basket was on the table with a you 100 percent. you know it god she's good that's good and i don't i literally don't eat red meat and like i actually don't like like it or crave it usually but this is like my and it has to be from grammy it's something i honestly feel like what you and i are describing is like our soul the food yeah, of our, our souls soul, yeah like our the food of our people yeah. like boiled dinners like old pot roast like yeah. that's so like irish and polish so culture funny. where my family yeah. is from and like on that side because like that kind of food i it doesn't like i can't eat that much of it like i can't really like eat it that much without feeling like full or like it doesn't like agree the, with like, me like quote-unquote peasant food or like you're kind of, like you know irish people food or like right you know eastern european food i can stomach more obviously but like yeah there is like, you're more of a rice than a potato person is what you're saying well I, i'm just trying to say that when it comes to chinese food i can eat endless the house down yeah boots <laughs> yeah <laughs> are, are you a noodle person i like yeah i like noodles but like rice it's all day. fun yeah all she day loves long. rice i like rice so much that i'll eat it with my noodles I mean, that makes sense. That is the equivalent of an Irish meal with potatoes exactly. with chips fries, and fries yeah. on the side. Mm-hmm. Nice. Delightful. I also do love like a grandma slice. Ooh, is that on your final meal as Yeah, well? like some sort of pizza. I think for mine too, I'm, I'm misrepresenting the fact that I need Italian food inside my body at all times. Yeah. Like a chicken parmesan. A gabagool. Or like a lasagna. We gotta like go get those gabagools. Gabagools. I gotta need a meatballs, garlic bread. Mm, garlic bread. Garlic bread is so friggin' delightful. 
You know oh, what else I love? I love vodka, penne vodka. Yeah, vo- yeah, oh yeah. That's so good. That's so good. I love sandwiches too. Not to be like so boring, but like a turkey sandwich. Um, Jocelyn had never had a filet of fish. I just had a filet of fish, you guys. Because, you know, obviously we we just said we don't eat mammals. Right. And Jocelyn, you know, was probably, you were probably getting like what, a crispy chicken of some sort. I would have gotten a crispy chicken or something. And Elena goes, why would you not try the filet of fish? I was like, are you serious? And she goes, it's the best sandwich they have. And it was so good. It's so good. It's like I used to get one every day after and school. Crispy, and they only use half a slice of cheese, and it's perfect. You don't need too much cheese. Yeah. And the sauce, God, I love sauce. My I think metabolism with sauce. used to be so fast that I would get a McDonald's cinnamon roll for breakfast, mm-hmm. and then on the way home, I would either get two cheesy gordita crunches or two fish fillets. They couldn't couldn't tell. Don't you miss your teenager metabolism so yeah. much? I used to eat garbage. It was like middle school time. Yeah, so great. <laughs> now I like look the wrong like way at a bag of chips. You yeah, I mean? it was. We were active. We were also kids. Yeah. But it God, was, it was so delicious. Everything oh, in the 90s was so sugary. Exactly. <laughs> brisk. I actually don't really like brisk iced tea because it r- literally makes your teeth feel That's like weird. <laughs> <laughs> I really, there, it literally has like, it makes your teeth feel f- like a film is on it. Yum. There also has to be some kind of dessert, though. Oh, my God. Yeah, dessert. Okay. I love the Trace Leches cake from Cafe Lalo. Oh, that is such a good cake. That was right there for yeah, you. Yeah, it was. You love Trace Leches And I like cake. cornbread a lot. But is that dessert or is it like a side? If you want it to be your, your dessert, do you like it more than you like corn casserole? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. What about you for dessert? <sighs> I want to say like frozen pumpkin pie. Okay. You know, I love just like spice stuff. Yeah, frozen like pumpkin pie is so good. I love all that kind of stuff. Yeah. All right, let me see if there's another question. Okay, someone wants to know what our Enneagram numbers are. I want you guys to take a moment to guess. And the answer is we have the same Enneagram. Yep. <laughs> We're both threes. Yep. If you can't tell. I think it's was three the, the performer yeah. or something. I mean, that we went through like a phase where we like listened to this podcast about Enneagrams and we were like got super into it. Yeah. And we were like being like, what's your Enneagram? What's your Enneagram? To everyone that we saw. I'm probably like a three rising something, rising, rising perfectionist, yeah. rising something else. Rising fixer. Yeah. <laughs> God, remember when those IMAX came out? With the, the colors? Yeah. Like that was crazy. Those are still cool to me. Uh, yeah. There are things like that that like. I think for like older millennials specifically, like we had technology rapidly change so fast yeah. that like we would get something that was like so novel and new and it was so precious to us. And mm-hmm. then like and something else new was coming. We never like, even got the calculators we needed to get for school. Those like, T9s. Yeah, it was like next year you T90? have to get like the T95. I'm yeah. like, I just got the T94. Right. And like I still feel precious about some of those technologies. Like I think the about- VTech phones. VTech phones, the bl- the blue, I had the blue clear one. Me too. I guess it's not clear. Blue, translucent. Transparent. Translucent. Oh my God. Is that Amber Rose's? Amber, is that her name? Amber Rose's son, Sebastian. Yeah. Had this video. When he was he, a baby. He was like, I, I like jellyfish because they're translucent. Ah! It's like so precious. Yeah, it was so cute. Like literally just sound bites from videos. That's what I translucent. speak. I just speak in sound Oh, was Khalifa someone that you think is hot? I think it was, yeah. You can get it. He's like, he falls into your, he has My like category that, that vibe that you like. Aliens. Just like really lanky people. Lanky. Yeah. Even though he got jacked, he looks great. I like that too, though. I'll take it. But he looks like skinny jacked, which is nice. He's yeah, like, like le- he looks like like uh, Bruce Lee yeah. or something. 
yeah, he he's got like a vibe about him that I'm into. Yeah. I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> but um I don't if you don't understand what it feels like to have an iMac come out like that, Ugh. you will never you just won't get Remember it. Remember when they came out with the Game Boy, the clear Game yes. Boy and you could see all the stuff in it? Oh my god. I know. Or even just like having a TV with a VCR in it was like mind blowing. And they were colors. Yeah. They had like a Oh a my white god, one. like one time my mom took me to the NBA store mm-hmm. and they had like TVs with teams on them. Oh, yeah, that's so and I good. lost my mind. We gotta start making TVs with teams on them again. What are we doing? <laughs> Right? Imagine if they had like some sort of like Hello Kitty. They make them like Hello Kitty TV. They do. I had a a Hello Kitty rice maker. Why are we not doing more branded electronics? We are. I don't see it. My my TV is just a plain old TV. (laughs) What what team do you want? What team do I want? Spice Girls TV. (laughs) Cool. Imagine if we had a TV and it was like had like the Spice Girls all over it. It does. I. It's just so funny. There's like a part of me that wants my decor to be like Im- impossibly chic and plain. But then there's also a part of me that wants my house to be co- like looking like limited too. Like, and that's where Bijou Candles comes in. And that's where Bijou Candles Exactly. Where it's like, I want it to look chic and elevated and like have a taste level. But I also want it to be f- like funky, irreverent. That's yeah. literally our brand. I want it to be about Alexis Nyers. This is Alexis Nyers calling Ugh. in your story. When you said I wore lo- six-inch Louboutin heels. Phoebe Kitten heels. So do you have an icon of the day or of the week? Yes, I do. I take these like kind of phases of when I'm really into like Diet Coke specifically. Yeah. And my sister has been like messaging me being like, I oh I just went and got a McDonald's Diet Coke. There's nothing better, and I'm like God. I haven't had a McDonald's Diet Coke in so long. Mm-hmm. And then you and I were like, let's go get a McDonald's Diet Coke. This is because we moved to a place where we can have a car. Right. When you have a car, you can go through a drive-through. I can't going to McDonald's in the city is just like literally it's not, not fun. fun at all. But um, it hits so good. It is. They have their own proprietary syrup, apparently. Yep. And. Just it's perfect. Everything about the experience is delightful. You drive up. There's 85 lanes for one drive there's through. There's 800 screens. How are they doing it? It's unbelievable. And they're like, well, can you get two large Diet Cokes? Uh, why are they a dollar? How is right? it a dollar? Right? How is that a dollar? What a gift. And it the first hit <laughs> hits the back of the throat. Every it's it's the most it's everything serotonin dopamine yep. nostalgia everything like I, it's like ratatouille you, you know, literally like the whole dance oh, you take a color, sip yeah. and uh, with arms wide open <laughs> it's so good and I now have a problem and like I literally am gonna make us go get She's one go, yeah, yeah we have right the minute we're done I gotta if it don't if I don't have that straw touch my lips I'm gonna lose my mind and you know what when we get back the oven is not gonna be done no it's still not gonna be preheated nope. Um, okay, who's your icon of the week? My icon of the week is Stanley. I completely agree. Can you tell everybody who Stanley, Stanley is? Stanley is my new vacuum cleaner by Stanley Pro- by Stanley Products. <laughs> Why do it you like Stanley? It is a shop vac. <laughs> yes. Uh, because every lesbian needs a shop vac. That's true. That's written in the Constitution. <laughs> it is. I wrote it there. <laughs> I'm a founding father. Uh, <laughs> it's a shop vac. It has blowing potential she sucks she blows she also does what wet sucking she does wet sucking and dry sucking 
And she blows. <laughs> like, do you guys know what that means? She blows. That means you can blow like mulch off of your patio yeah. or leaves. You can blow with it. I blew Molly. Did you? Was she dry? And I even vacuumed her. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. No, she she like came out with me onto the patio when I was like blowing mulch off and I like gave her. Well, she like, loves a, wind. She loved it. She, she loves, loves the wind. wind. She's like the wind. Yeah. Yeah, we decided to detail our car because it was warm out and it was spring. But detail, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> we got some special sprays and some special cloths and um, went to town with Stanley. Yeah, we did. And then we literally went and got Diet Cokes. So apparently that was like the most iconic day of my life so far. It was far. so great. Wow. This is what exciting things are when you are post-pandy, still in the pandy. Yeah. You're 35. The things that are exciting are cleaning your car yeah. and getting a Diet Coke from McDonald's. Like, Pretty we are going to be so easily impressed going forward as a generation. Yeah. Our, our bar is so low. We're simple pleasures people now. Yeah. Like, all I want to do is just like sit on my patio and read a That's book. That's it. <laughs> read a book. Yeah. You know, get, go to the DQ, get a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Parker Posey reference for all you Poseycats. <laughs> <laughs> Josie and the Pussycats, remember that? Uh, okay. Josie and the Pussycats, just to go back quickly, is iconic as hell. It was fashion. Yep. The soundtrack, which was done by like Letters to Cleo mm-hmm. as, it was a girl from Letters to Cleo, I think. Yeah. As the, the Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. How good are those songs? So great. Literally. You got Rachel Lee Cook, Rosario Dawson, and then you got Tara Reed. Classic. What a moment in time. Alan Cumming is in it? Yeah, he's in all of those. Alan Cumming he, theme? Yeah, he's got to be in every girl group movie. He Is he in the Spice Girls movie? Yeah. Oh my God, yes. You know who else is in the Spice Girls movie? This is kind of a deep cut. You know, Meatloaf? Yeah, me, okay, yes. <laughs> but also, because Meatloaf is also in this movie that I'm going to reference, the guy who's like spying on them and he like comes out of the toilets. Yeah, yeah He's like yeah. following them around is Riff Raff, who starred and wrote Rocky Horror Picture Show. No way. And Meatloaf is also in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, he is. So there, it all so comes there you back. go. That's some deep culture right there for you guys. Yeah. Layer upon layer upon layer. The wow. Spice Girls movie is the best thing that's ever happened, by the way. Also just going to throw that I saw out that there. that in theaters as well. Yeah. Basically, like, pop culture is just the only thing that gets us through, really. Yeah, and I it love is. it. It's a deep, deep love. And um, it's, like, sort of, like, tracing your language, life. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, you <laughs> you can navigate your life, yeah, like, by... Yeah, I feel like Henry Louis Gates. Yes. you're just, Henry Louis Gates. It's, like, your roots. You're going back and, like, finding... Like, you know when something nostalgic hits you and you feel like you're literally, like, being transported and it feels crazy? Yeah. That's... I love that feeling. Like, something is happening in your brain. Yeah. Legit. It's, like, confused. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Did it really happen? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this Q&A episode. So definitely send us in more topics. Yeah. And uh, you can email us podcast at bijoucandles.com or you can just DM us. Um, we love to hear what you guys want to talk about and, you know. Hear us talk hear about. Hear us talk about. And we'll be back next week. Bye, Candle Coven. Bye, Candle Coven. Bye.